Welcome to Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Happy National Poetry Month, everybody. We're mid-month. Everybody should just be steaming along in inspiration. We have some stuff to go over real fast, and I'm going to try to do quickly with it. We will see how this goes. This month, it is National Poetry Month, and we have so much going on. First of all, there will be prizes, prizes, prizes. But wait, what? 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 Did she say prizes? I know, right? Yeah, I did say prizes. <laughs> We're giving away prizes for poetry this month in celebration of National Poetry Month. Now, you get entered into these special prize drawings every time you bring your homework, your assignments, your exercises, prompts, anything we give out on the show to inspire you back to the show and read it or post it on my Facebook page. And I'll get into that just a little bit more so you know for sure. So what you need to do to enter into the contest, into the drawings, and here's a little secret between you and me. The more of these you do, the more time your names get entered into the drawing. So you get, your name gets entered in every time you do something. All right. So to qualify for an entry, you do your Inkwell assignments. Um, you can listen to the first 30 minutes of the Speakeasy shows in April for all of these assignments we've been giving out. You can write to the weekly uh, Speakeasy line prompts that we give out on the show or the past prompts posted on my page or in any of the prompt albums posted in my photo album section of my Facebook page. And I don't know if a lot of you know that that's there. But if you go to my photo albums page, I've got album after album, albums, albums after albums <laughs> of poetry prompts in there. So you ever just wonder what to write, open an album and go, that one, and click on it and go off and running. So any of the prompts in any of those albums. Um, you can write to the random picture prompts I post on my page. In fact, um, you can write to any photo on my page, including any of my photo albums, including all of my photography albums, because I'm a photographer as well. I don't care where you get it. As long as there's a picture on my page somewhere, write a poem to it, and it counts for an entry. You can write a poem or reply to the If I Say prompts I have been posting or the That's My Line prompts I've been posting. You can write uh, a poem inspired by any of the music I post on my page. You can do your Write a Haiku Every Day Challenge. You can learn a new poetry form and write a poem to it. I mean, there's so many ways that you can uh, qualify for this, right? So lots of ways to have fun. And... Um, I mean, basically, you sneeze and you get entered. <laughs> so with that said, okay, so you've, you've, you've written these, right? You've, you've done these things. You wrote a haiku and you, you wrote a picture prompt. So what do you do once you've done that? Like you write a poem to something I give you tonight or something off my page. Once you've done that, what do you do? To qualify, you come back to the show and you read any of the prompts that I've given you. If you read, read whatever poem you've written, whatever prompt I've given you, where, wherever it came from, all right? Or you can post the poem that you've written to any of the prompts anywhere on my Facebook page as a comment. You can comment on the, the photo. You can comment on as a, uh, just a comment post. You can whatever you want to do. Just 
post it on my Facebook page. So call in here and read or post it on my post, <laughs> post it on my Facebook page. So those are the ways to get entered in. And there's tons of stuff to do over there, you guys. So go check it out for sure. Um, now go, get ready. No, wait, 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 wait. Get back, get back, come back. <laughs> Sit down. Go after the show, silly. <laughs> All right, so remember the more you write, the more you post, the more time your name gets entered into the drawing. Also, everyone who donated to our broadcasting license fundraiser is going to get their name put into a special drawing for all of our sponsors as a thank you from all of us. And uh, indeed, thanks to all of you who have donated. I'm getting that put together, and I'll be talking about that in just uh, just a few minutes. Okay, so now, what do we need to do now? If you want to call in tonight, open my poetry. You can read your poems on the air. The number to call is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965 if you would like to call in and read tonight. It would be amazing to have you here. Um, we are going to be doing, I'm going to skip over that part right now. I'm going to skip over that part. I'm going to get straight to thanking our sponsors. I'm trying to save time. Um, I want to thank, this is our first time, and I'm, I'm compiling the list, so if I leave you off this week, that will not happen next week, and if I do, I'm very sorry, but I'm pretty sure I've got everybody on here, but I need to double-check it. So the people who helped to sponsor our 2022 broadcasting license are Karen Depthrider DeWitt, Melvin Douglas Johnson, Gary and Noreen Snyder, Douglas Curry, George Wiley, Vicki Aqua, Debbie Kelly, Annie Tillery Waldo, Timothy Melton, Kevin Kraft, Alana Morris, Ronald P. Bremner, Jade Mist, Todd Carter, Paula Sweet, Lori Binder, and Glenn Combs. And I want to thank you for the anonymous donations made in the memory of John Music Man Kays, the Appalachian poet, Philip Kent Church, Ray Neighbors, Glenn Still, Charles C.B. Banks, Cherry Rose, King's Cadence, and Rick Smith II. So thank you, all of you, who uh, stepped up and donated to the show. We're going to do uh, the best we can do this year to keep it a three-hour show. We were a little bit short of our goal, um, but we were so close, and I'm just so proud of all of you. So, you know, we're going to make sure that we take care of this for you somehow. Make You know, this because, like, this we're family here. Anyway, so, yeah, thank you, all of you. Very proud of you. Now, next, I'm trying not to lose my place. I should write notes, you know. <laughs> Grab your pens, your papers. We are going to be doing your inspiration from the Inkwell mini workshop. Have your papers and pens ready. We're going to get started and on that. We are going to do... Um, if you first of all, let me start out by saying if you, if I get you lost on any of this or mixed up or or lose you at the donut shop or you know you don't get everything written down, don't panic. You can come back after the show has ended and is in the archives. You can come and listen to the podcast of the show. So there's always that to link to fall back on. <laughs> the first thing we're going to start out with from your inspiration from the Inkwell Mini Workshop is your poetry form writing challenge all right we can all have fun with words word games learning new poetry forms 
right, so, and that's one of the things, you know, guys, I, I know I've said that before, I've always fought writing form poetry because to me it was really intimidating. It was like math. There was numbers I had to count. And then one day, I don't know what happened, but something shifted loose and, and fell into place, and I started looking at them as word puzzles instead. So even if you've never written form poetry or think that you will like it or not, I think you're really going to enjoy it once you jump in. So we're going to start you out with something I'm uh, sure you're familiar with, and it may have even written, but did not know that it was an actual poetry form when you did it. This week's challenge for your poetry form writing, we are going to be looking at the Ars Poetica. All right. And you can put away your calculators and close your syllable count page because this week's form is less about rhyme schemes or counting or syllables or refrains. In fact, Ars Poetica has nothing to do with structure. Rather, it's focused on the content of the poem because Ars Poetica is the art of writing poetry about writing poetry. The art of writing poetry about writing poetry. Interesting, isn't it? Not all form poetry is about the actual form. Just think of the possibilities. This is about the content. So this week for National Poetry Month, I would like you to write a part of Ars Poetica, poem about writing poetry. And while it may seem simple, and maybe it is, I expect more out of, I, I expect more than simple out of all of you. You know, I want you to dig down deep and find that live nerve that pushes you to write, that lightning, um, that, that lightning spark, like dancing, you know, alive and brilliant and dangerous and mesmerizing, that lightning spark inside you. I want you to find it. And it's from that place that I want you to write. So maybe it might not be so easy. I love this poem that I'm going to share with you. It is an example of an Ars Poetica. And uh, I've, I've actually only ever read this poem once, but I've never forgotten it. And I was able to find it on the, the Internet by you know doing word search. But I found it, and I wanted to share it with you because it's absolutely a beautiful, beautiful example of the form that I'm talking about. And when I say dig down deep and find that live wire inside of you, that's what I felt when I read this poem by William Stafford. It's called When I Met My Muse. I glanced at her and took my glasses off. They were still singing. They buzzed like a locust on the coffee table and then ceased. Their voice be- her voice bellowed forth in the sunlight and the sunlight bent. I felt the ceiling arch and knew that nails up there took a new grip on whatever they touched. I am your own way of looking at things, she said. When you allow me to live with you, every glance at the world around you will be a sort of salvation. And I took her hand. That is a poem called When I Met My Muse by William Stafford. And it is an Ars Poetica, a poem about writing poetry. And what I really wanted to share this one, and I think the example of this one is, is that nowhere in there does he talk about writing poetry. 
but it is a poem about writing poetry. You know, he was able to do that and say that and take us to a moment in that without having to be so literal by painting that picture of that moment, that feeling. And that place that he's talking about in this poem, that's where I want you to write from. So if you want to look it up and read it again, William Stafford, When I Met My Muse, is that poem. And I love it. Okay, so now, we are going to be doing your poetry prompts. So I want you to number your page 1 through 12. And remember, poems are meant to grow in, or uh, prompts are meant to grow into poems, like seeds planted. You know, I don't care if it's the line in the poem or the title of the poem. I don't care if it's the concept of the poem. Um, whatever. It doesn't matter as long as it grows into a poem. Beyond these guidelines, you can do what you want. So, number your paper 1 through 12. The first prompt is, Where is dreamt the truth of night? Where is dreamt the truth of night? Number two, Walking out of the dust. Walking out of the dust. Three, through a mane of smoke. Through a mane of smoke. Number four, it is never spoken of. It is never spoken of. Five, with the strange untrue of the real. With the strange untrue of the real. Six, as a poet said, as a poet said. Seven, sways in windless air, sways in windless air. Eight, lady mood, lady moon, lady moon in a simpled hood, lady moon in a simpled hood. Nine, in gritty exclamation points. In gritty exclamation points. Ten, that danced my blood to flame. That danced my blood to flame. Number eleven, they were nothing more than a stray. They were nothing more than a stray. And twelve, the boogeyman's domain. I can't even say that without smiling. (laughs) The boogeyman's domain. All right, so there you have it. Those are your 12 prompts for the week. Remember, uh, you can write one poem to each prompt and write 12 different poems if you want. You can mix and match them and mix up lines and use like 7 and 5 and 10 and grab 3 and use all of those in one poem where you can get real froggy. And you can use all 12 prompts in one poem. Okay? So the next thing we're going to be doing and what you're going to be doing before you sit down and write to any of the 12 prompts that I just gave you, we are going to be working on your pick apart a prompt writing exercise. And this should be done not just to this, but this should be done every single time you ever sit down to write. 
In fact, you can use this same practice every time you're right in the middle of a poem and you can't think of how to say the next line. You can't think of what you're, you're trying to think. So you put your hand on another piece of paper and you write that thought and then you just say that thought again and again and again over and over and over down the page in as many different ways as you can think of rewriting it and you'll find it. You'll find what's hiding there. You'll find that atom of an idea shaking, waiting for you to grab it. So this will really help in situations like that. You know, it's just letting your mind spill, letting that, that free flow that you want to get into, that, that place you want to write from. So this will help with that. So before you sit down and you write any poems to any of those prompts I gave you, it's time for Pick Apart a Prompt. For this exercise, you're going to be using the 12 prompts that I just gave you. And on a clean sheet of page, or paper, clean sheet, page, I want you to write down the first prompt. And then instead of writing a poem to it yet, I want you to write down at least six different poems you could write to that prompt. All right, so let's take a look at number one. Where is dreamt the truth of night? Right, how many different poems? You could write a vampire poem to that. You could write a poem about... Um, you know, someone looking back at war. You could write it in the idea of blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to do because I'm going to influence your ideas and I don't want to do that. But you see what I mean? Look how many ways and directions. You know, how could you make that a love poem and at the same time make it a world political poem? Find those ideas inside that. Look at all the ways you can twist, twist the prompt. So write the first one. Write at least six different poems you could write to the first one. Then go to number two, number three, number four, all the way down the line until you have at least six different poems you could write to each of the 12 different prompts. And I promise you that you will not get through this exercise without one thought or another grabbing a hold of you. And you're going to be often writing something that's going to surprise even you. And you're going to look at it and you're going to go, you're going to go damn, damn. I'm not going to tell Nyla she was right, but damn, that's going to happen. <laughs> All right. So, once again, write down all 12 prompts, at least six different ideas you can write or different poems you could write to that one prompt. Put it all the way down to the end. Have fun with that. Um I think that's all I had on there. I was going to do something else, but I'm not going to do that tonight. We'll wait till next week. All right, so there's your 12 different prompts, and your pick a part of prompt writing exercise and your poetry form exercise challenge for the week. And um, I hope you have fun with those. I'm going to run through the prompts one time again real fast for you. Remember, if you miss any of this, don't worry. You can come back and listen to the archive uh, podcast of the show as soon as we get done airing. So here we go, number one. Where's strength, the truth of night? Number two, walking out of the dust. Three, through a mane of smoke. Four, it's never spoken of. Five, with the strange untrue of the real. Number six, as said, as a as a poet said. Number seven, sways in windless air, in windless air. Eight, lady moon in a simple hood. Nine. 
in gritty exclamation points. 10. That danced my blood to flame. 11. They were nothing more than a stray. And 12. The boogeyman's domain. So there you go. Have fun with those. Remember, we are always focusing on reading, reading, reading. If you're not reading more than you're writing, you're doing it backwards. You have to have input in order to have output. You know, I'm going to end up making this a little children's song so none of you ever forget. You are what you're eating. That includes your brains too. So feed them well. All right? Next, writer's discipline. Every day, I want you to write a haiku, haiku poem, three lines, five, seven, five, syllable count. Every day, go out into the world and find something worth 17 syllables. And all your rushing and, and rushing and, and busy point A to point B chasings, pause for a moment and look for them. Listen for them. Hunt for them. Find your 17 syllables. They're everywhere. They're like, you, you walk, you, you'll be amazed. You know, once you start doing this, you're going to find them everywhere. You're going to start tripping over them. They're going to be behind every painted glass and around each corner and under your feet and looking out from reflections and, and you know, in, in the heartbeat of life, bang, bang, banging around you. They're everywhere. You just have to remember to look for them. The more you look for them, the more they'll find you. The important thing is to write it down when you think about it. So have that notebook with you. When you find those 17 syllables, grab that pen and take two seconds and write those 17 syllables down and go on with your day. And I don't care if it's not perfect. You can go back and clean it up later. Take one away, add another syllable if you need to. But the, the important part is, is to find those 17 syllables and get them written down in the moment. All right? So my challenge for you this month for National Poetry Month is to do this. I want you to write a haiku every day. And at the end, and I don't care if some people start at the first of the month and you're starting now. Yes, they have two more weeks more than you. And no, guys, that might not be fair, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Start doing it today. I don't want the fact that it's not the first of the month to be an excuse. Excuses are crutches. And when you use crutches, you fail. All right. So even if you just start today, I want you to write a haiku every single day of the month. And then I want you to come and tell me how this writer's discipline, how doing this one thing has changed you and your writing habits. You know, maybe I'll even do a special show about this if, if enough of you do this with me. Um, and by the way, if you do nothing but bring a haiku to the show that you've written, that is also an entry into the drawing. 17 syllables can get you entered into the drawings. <laughs> All right, so you know what time it is? Dun, dun, dun. It is time. That is the end of our mini workshop, by the way. It is time for our audio track. We always start and end every episode with a track played by one of you guys. And so I am going to play. I think I'm going to play. Who do I have? Record? Let's do. We talked about. Philip Kent earlier. No, that's the workshop. I can't do that one. That's the wrong file. We're going to do, we'll do Philip Kent Church at the end of the show. So a quiet storm of spoken word. This is a piece of his called Trouble Mind. And here we go. And it's not playing. Why is it not playing, you guys? I'm so confused. All right. So we are going to, instead, we are going to do dun, 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 dun. Are you guys working on your homework while I'm stalling here? Hmm? So 
happy. All right, so I'm going to do, let's do this. This, this one's quick. Let's do Gregory Schwartz, Bear in the Backyard. Here we go. Thank you. Hey, there's a bear in the backyard. It knocked the bug zapper into the pool. The bear fell into the pool and got electrocuted. Then a wire broke and it started a fire. And it fell into a tree and started the tree to burn. And the tree fell onto the roof and it started the house on fire. Then the fire melted all the telephone wires and caused a blackout. No one could call out for help. They're trapped in the house and preparing to die. And a rebirth of life free from the conditions which brought them through this series of fates and interactions. They smell like electric fried broiled bear meat. It only reinforces the vegetarian ethos. Accepting liberation through a comedy of errors, they find it personally more effective than waiting in line for all eternity to be judged for things that had nothing to do with them. If you guys pay attention to that, I come back to the show and listen to that track again. I want you to pay attention to what he does in that piece. And he does this in a lot of his writing, and I think it's really brilliant. And it's actually a, a form of poetry, again, as we're talking about, where form doesn't have to be a form, where form poetry follows an idea form instead of a structure form. All right? But it's, it's stream of consciousness. It's, it's a train of thought poem. You know, where it starts out with one thing and your mind never stays focused on anything for long. It jumps back and forth between things and gets derailed a little bit, but then it always comes back and pulls you back to that original thought and somehow it all kind of weirdly ties in together. It's a really fun thing to think of, concept to think of, and a really amazing challenge to put in front of yourself because it would just be so much fun seeing all the ways you could twist it and turn it and still be able to bring it right back on track. I know you can do it. You should try one of those. Maybe we'll do that for our assignment next week. Don't do it yet. We'll do it next week, and I'll explain it better. All right. So, guys, you know what time it is now? It is time for you guys. So if you would like to call in tonight, The number is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. All right. Remember that we do take callers in order that you call in, such as 734. You are our first caller tonight. So um, listen for your telephone area code. When I bring you on, please make sure that you introduce yourself. It's really, really important, guys, that people know who's reading. Otherwise, I get ping, 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 saying, oh, my gosh, this post is amazing, and who's reading, and who's reading. And I'm, I'm sitting there trying to listen to you, and I have all these fireworks and squirrels running around in front of me, and, and I try to stay focused, and then I don't. So you don't want that to happen. You want my 100% full attention where it should be, and that's right on you. All right. So make sure you introduce yourself. And the other thing is you are literally 
verbally publishing your poem tonight. You never want to send your work out there into the world, ever, without your name on it. So make sure you introduce yourself. Right now you can read two poems. If the lines get too busy, we will have to uh, cut back to just one. But right now you're good at reading two. Keep them around the five-minute mark. Be courteous to the people coming in behind you. When you're done reading, make sure that you give out your URL. You want to make sure that people know how to come find you. You want to build that writer's network. It's very, very important in this day and age. Why? You'll find out on a workshop. Then... <laughs> Remember that we have a mature rating. That means you're bound to hear just about anything here tonight, and you probably will, with the exception of adult porn poems. I don't need to hear the word nipple to know girls have nipples, okay? No adult poems, because we only have a mature rating. You know where that line is. Don't let me lose my rating. Okay. <laughs> with that said, I am going to give the first three callers. You kind of have a heads up where you are coming onto the show tonight. We start out with 734 and then followed by 731 and then 903. All right. We have a great lineup, you guys. This is awesome. Okay. Let's go ahead and grab our first caller. 743, you're on the air. Hi there. This is George Wiley. Hi, George. How are you, love? Well, I am, my love is okay, too, but yeah, <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. I missed a couple of a few, a bunch of times, and so I'm glad I was asking that. about your wife, by the way, just so you know. Oh, okay, that's good. <laughs> anyway, yeah, she's pretty good, actually. Um, I have I'm, I have a sin I told um, on, the, what the, on the chat that I uh, have not been writing much poetry in April. But I don't know how you pronounce it. Buck, Buck Amstra has mm -hmm. given me absolution. He has forgiven me and given me absolution. And I love that man so much. He is so awesome. <laughs> and he told me to go forth and multiply, but he doesn't know I'm ancient and it's a little hard to multiply. I can still do it with my calculator, but I can't do it with <laughs> anything else. <laughs> it's well, anyway, feel, I'm I, not as good as I once was, but I'm good once as I always was. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Even if that. <laughs> yeah, so it's good to be here. And, and uh, by the way, that um, Irish Poetica, you know, that was, it's coming back. I mean, the use of the word anyway is coming back a lot more lately. I noticed it on Facebook and stuff. And, uh, they, you know, they're pretty. it's pretty something you can pretty much take liberty with, except for the fact that the subject matter is supposed to be about writing poetry. But we learned it with like, oh, I don't know, three the three forms, uh, oh, three forms, the three parts of our poetica, and I can remember trying. One was called poesis, one was poesma, and one was poeta. And if I remember right, so that's rigid because they're telling you what the Latin term is. But they, the first one uh, was the subject matter. The second one was what was it? The form, pores or something. And then the poeta was the poem. So mm -hmm. it doesn't. It isn't very demanding because that's how you start off with three, isn't it? Um, <laughs> um, but of course, it had to be about the art of writing poetry, and I haven't done enough of that, partly because I don't have a lot of the art of poetry. But, isn't that um, exciting, form poetry? I mean, it's something so largely ignored in this this generation, the, this 
um, generation of poets who who are really heavy on free verse. You know, you oh, don't yeah. see well, a lot of form stuff, and it's very, so it's very exciting. It's like it's getting cool again. You know, yeah, walk up uh, to a girl not, and say, "Hey, baby, you want to see my sonnet?" Think. And she goes, "Oh, please." Yeah. You know. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I'd rather see your haiku, I, I, or she'll say, "But I heard it was more like a haiku." Anyway, that's that joke. Um, <laughs> oh, that was funny. Size, size matters in poetry. Let's see. <laughs> no, there's there's uh, there's some uh, uh, around some of the Zoom sign on and stuff. There's uh, really a lot of interesting, some of the more fun forms. You know, Rick Cameters and high buns and of course haikus and um, some of those um, some of those things that. Uh, or one is a no net, simple a simple thing that's fun. A no net is or, or it's pronounced non net, I guess, which is a sonnet, but the form is uh, simply nine syllables, then eight, then seven, then six, and right down to one. So the poem on paper looks, you know, wide, then down to a point, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's and there's no other rules. <laughs> so you write a non it any day, and uh, it, all you have to do is start counting syllables, but of course, some of us you know, I think that you, I think that you should really, I think maybe you should do. Let, let's do a workshop on that. Do or, or you can record it on your computer and send it to me or something. But we need to do a, do a workshop on that. You're so, you're such a natural at doing that. You know, oh, we well, really need to find a time to do this. Well, you know who's even better at, at, at that form stuff than I am is uh, he. He used to be on here all the time. He's still around um, in my poetry world. Is Dennis White. And Dennis, um, Dennis teaches. As like, you're saying Canada. that name, my arms are crossed and my toe is tapping. You tell him that if you see him. Oh, I, I'll tell him that. He's, <laughs> he's, he's like me. He's been tied up on a lot of Thursdays and stuff. And um, but anyway, um, I. Uh, he needs to fact, he, and I, he and I are traveling to um, Indiana in a couple of weeks to go to a poetry convention. Will you do me a oh, favor then? Goes, yes. While you're driving and he's asleep, I want you to make funny, like, Jedi fingers at him and say, call into the speakeasy, call into the speakeasy with your, like, poetic Jedi hand motions. I do that. The only problem is that sometimes when he's driving, he's also sleeping. And oh, so... well, if that, get, really get the Jedi fingers going if that well, happens. All, well, that's, that's what, that's the... That's what old people driving together is like. Who's who sleeps the last least? Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> no, that's fun. It's fun. Uh, yeah, I uh, I'm glad to be here. I have two things. One of them is uh, uh, I I think I read this one back in the first year I called in because I keep like a list and, and um, I may have read this on Speakeasy, but it was probably three years ago or something. But the first one is called. Running up against. He ran up against the walls of manners, ran up against expediency. He pushed against the pops of culture and fought the fads of currency. He had no urge to patronize or dote on crying babies, disdained the need for handshakes, and never collected ladies. He could not, would not write a fence. He danced around the rules. His courtesies were limited, and he could not suffer fools. 
And as his days dimmed toward the sun, he could not gather close his kin, and he spent his farewells scowling out to a world not looking in, in peace. Wow. You know, I would definitely want, I definitely want to hear that or read that again, but, you know, the whole thing you're, you're hearing about this, and it's just this, this dark, miserable place you're conjuring. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and you get to the end and you find out that someone worked so hard to keep the world out that they didn't even notice the world didn't want, wasn't looking in. Right. Didn't want to look right. in. Yeah. yeah, that's, there's, it's a, and there's that's a the saddest tragedy. part. Yeah. So somebody, I read this years ago somewhere, and, and someone stood up to earth said, you know, I really like that guy. I mean, you know, the man I described, it's a he. I really like him. I identify with him. And I said, well, good. You know, I, I didn't say he was wrong. I just said I just said his end was lonely. <laughs> yeah, that was that. Yeah. Yeah, there are some people just you know. That I'm was. Not the, I, I would venture to say seriously that I think that one was brilliantly written. Oh, well, thank you so much. Now, that needs to be the mar- title poem to a book. Brilliantly, that poem's brilliantly written. Mm-hmm. Um. The second one is um, oh a little more fluffy, and April is um, or you know Anishi. What marriage can be? What can it be? This coupling, this tangling of two lives. It can be sharing inside jokes, still funny after years, or the quick small neck rub as you lean over their chair. Are noticing their water glasses empty and filling it. What can it be that's splashing two souls into one glass and stirring it? It can be the times of sensuality and the times of just neatness, just nearness, excuse me, or exchanging amused glances when with an eccentric friend, or leaning over to see the silly photos on their phone. What can it be this huge choice? perhaps first made in lust. It can be an enduring test, a time when compromise is vital, or the need to have separate spaces at unexpected times, or just the need to talk and be heard uninterrupted. What can it be this creation of young, sometimes perplexing progeny? It can be times of burgeoning pride and shared joy, or the realization that all those years have hustled by, or it can be the awareness one day that you simply did your best. What can marriage be? It can be one day seeing a photo of you, you both and accepting that it really wasn't about you. It was about us and peace. Wow. You are you are really good with those those fun endings, those surprising endings. Oh, well, thank you. I uh, sometimes I it just happens, and sometimes I I work hard to get there. <laughs> That's fun. Absolutely fantastic start to the show, sweetheart. I'm so glad you were well, able to call in. 
and get on this week. I, I see you call in, and then I see your line drop, and it's like, no. And I jump over on your page, George, grab my hand. I'll never let you go. And you say, yeah, right, Nyla, my wife's calling. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that, that has been the case a few times. One night the, the line did drop, you know. Well, one night this, uh, uh, I got a call from, I think it was my son, and it just mm-hmm. didn't, and then I couldn't, like, I on this phone, I couldn't just, like, you know how you can normally say, all right, hold, I'll get back on the other line. I would go to the other line and come back and forth. I can't do it yet on this phone, so, I'm, but I'm old, too. You know, there were some things about old phones that were great. You know, these, yeah. Yeah, there were some. Yeah, you mean, you mean people actually use them to make phone calls? Back then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what's what really you? weird? You guys may not know this. I'm not going to tell you anyway. But there was something else I was going to tell you, and then I forgot. What was I going to tell you? What were we talking about? I don't know. About phones, I guess. Yeah. But, but I was going to, another thing about, nice about going first, like tonight, being mm-hmm. first one. I don't have a tough poet to, to have to follow. I don't have some dominant. Everybody else on your list here tonight could will will say these wonderful things, and if I have to be after them, I go, "Oh my God!" I, well, how I does it feel there? You know that they're all sitting there saying, "Damn, George, set the bar pretty high tonight." I don't know if I can even. I think I'm just going to hang up and go eat popcorn now. <laughs> I want another beer. That'd be me. <laughs> oh, that's complimentary, but. Thanks, and it's nice to be there. Oh, I was supposed to say something about my URL or whatever. Um, let's see, I have a book out called um, Why Did I Remain in the Garden? It's on uh, uh, Facebook. Uh, Which I need a signed copy of, by the way. <laughs> oh, why don't I send you one? Did, you know, we talked about this one other time, and I don't know what happened. Oh, you were going to send me your mailing address. That was it. Uh, on, are you a stalker? No, I'm not a stalker. Okay, Are you kidding? <laughs> anyway, I have enough trouble with what I've got and not what I want. I seriously had a stalker from the show. That's why I got so weird about things for so long. I mean, seriously came to my house and left dimes on my porch step. Really? Because of that song, Penny for a Kiss, a Nickel oh, for a Hug, a Dime if You Tell Me That You Love Me or something like that. A Penny for Your Thoughts. Yeah. Nickel for a Kiss, a Dime if You Tell Me That You Love Me, that old song. Oh, yeah. So I would come home and there'd be dimes all over my porch. Oh no! It is creepy. I'm sure. I'm, I can't speak to it, but I've never been lucky enough to be stalked. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> except except by I'll a raccoon, be your stalker, uh, George. A raccoon, one, a, a raccoon one night in my lawn that stalked <laughs> me. Who wanted to eat me? But uh, all right. Anyway, you have to write a poem called "My My Stalker Is a Raccoon." <laughs> yeah, I might have to do that too. It yeah, was that's, funny, your, that's, your lot, that's your secret. That's your secret homework. Yeah. Well, hey, I've taken enough time here. There's plenty of other people, so I am uh, eager to hear them. And uh, um, I thank you, and I'll, um, I'll make room for somebody else. <laughs> thank you for being here tonight, George. All right. Take care. Goodbye. All right. Our next caller comes from dun 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 seven one or seven three one. From Tennessee. If I'm ever if I'm ever first and George is second, just flip us and bring him on while he's got time. Because I'm I'm at work. I'm not in a big rush. 
You know, you guys don't know this, but Michael will shut down the entire factory. He pulls all the switches. He says everyone on a smoke break just to be on this show. How is that? Um, Michael's in an empty warehouse, but I appreciate saying that. No, seriously. (laughs) uh, Our numbers are are just like one digit off. So if you see that, I mean, I really enjoy listening to George. I really do. Anyway. Um, I have two pieces, two two pieces. I've been digging in my archives, and I'm going to continue to for a while. I'm going to unearth every damn poem I've ever written and the stories too, and I'm putting them on Word and I'm printing them out and I'm saving them for my kids or grandkids. I'm just that's what I'm doing in my spare time. So from 2007, this is called. By the way, it's very dated, okay? 2007 was a long time ago, like 15 years, okay? It's called Rude Awakening by Michael Todd. Why is my lips swollen, my vision so blurred? These letters and numbers not saying a word. One leg tingles and the other's numb. What awful malady have I succumbed? I'm jogging my brain, thinking hard as I can, while trying to straighten and possibly stand. I was chatting with Alba. I sat on the stool. I look at this desktop, all covered in drool. Seems I fell asleep at the keyboard again. Did Laney reply? Must look if I can. But try though I might, as hard as I wish, I've slept on my watch. Now I've been fished. In peace. <laughs> I love that I know the people in your poem. That may or may not be a true story. <laughs> Do you drool when you sleep? One time. This is only one time since I got out of grade school. So. <laughs> uh... Anyway. Here's a really I'm not modern share my poem. Story. You want you got to you want to share one? No, I said I'm not going to. Sh- I I have one drool story where I would drool when I slept, but I am not going to tell it. Okay, it's up to you. The door is open. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is from 2013. This is like a really modern poem. It's like only eight and a half years old. Um, uh, there's a disclaimer to it. Uh, it says, Nyla Alicia often supplies pictures for inspiration to write to. These really are nice pictures, and many take advantage of the opportunities presented. Nyla is known on MySpace as Spirit Wild. Mm-hmm. So you were, you were doing prompting even back then in a different manner. And by <laughs> the way, uh, uh, a fief, F-I-E-F, is a piece of land held under the feudal system. It's really important that you know that, okay? And also, people that play softball refer to their ball caps as a lid, okay? Okay. So with that in mind, from 2013, this is Nyla Prompts by Michael Todd. Scanning Nyla's picture prompts in search of inspiration, right about the image implies in the event perfectly clear. Rainbow socks and rearview mirrors offer steamy sensation. 
heed impending shark warning from seashell next to your ear. School is out for the summer, so why is the light flashing? Upon closer look, I see alligators are using the crosswalk. Colors alternating, 100 points if lit, you're cashing. Zombies trampled by lemmings, so surprised they begin to talk. Zombies were only there to construct random sandcastles. Walking on water was not part of their vacation itinerary. They ran in a panic. Thief awarded the four-legged vassals. In all fairness, herd of red-eyed lemmings is a sight scary. Hey, little anime waif, all down and out. Why seem so sad? You should lighten up and turn your frown upside down. Living your life as a tune, well, that can't be so bad unless you're drawn on the same page as an evil clown. This mermaid is no more than a fish with a big ugly tail. It would surely not inspire a siren to sing a happy song. A mermaid is not be seen with any self-respecting whale. Seriously, any illusions of grandeur would be all wrong. Might I offer you a cup from a steaming hot cauldron now as you dodge an oversized brim hat lest you flip your lid? Here, where things lost in the Bermuda Triangle end up somehow escaping the past tense on these prompt page archives. Hid. In peace. Are you referencing a bunch of different photos throughout that piece? Yes. I know that I could I knew what photo you were talking about on each one. That is so amazing. Oh, I need a copy of that, Michael. Okay. Will do. I love that. You know what, George, you're absolutely right. That is a plastic poem from Michael. That's where you are inspired to write a poem to a piece of art. And we are going to be doing that form here probably the first of the month, just as a heads up for you guys. Very cool, George. I'm glad you knew that. It's one of my favorite kinds. All right, so go ahead, Michael. I'm sorry. No, that's done. It's just in the old days, Nala Supply Pictures had hundreds. And uh, I just put some together and wrote this poem. It's a little abstract, but, you know, it's clever. Right. <laughs> I think it's amazing. I think it's the, the the coolest poem ever written in the history of everhood. Because it's about my Fantastic. pictures. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, you have a lot of love coming from the chat room to you, Michael. Do me a favor before you take off, my sweetheart, and tell everyone how they can come find you. You can find me on my website, or whatever it is, miketodd.blogspot.com. That's M-Y-K-E-T-O-D-D. Mm-hmm. Perfect. There you have it. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you next week. Absolutely. Very good. Thanks, love. Bye. Bye. All right. You know, it's really funny. I know that this next caller is always really busy, 
and and I understand that. And so, you know, I'm pretty slack about it. You know, but every once in a while, I really get him on my mind hard. It's like, you know, I I wonder how he's doing. He's okay. What he's been to, and then boom, whenever that happens, he calls in that night. It's like this serendipitous ether connection come read poetry come read poetry and he comes it's just like magic and i love it so okay <laughs> our next three our next caller comes from area code 903 903 you're on the air hello this is eric Sheldon. how are you doing come read poetry come read poetry <laughs> come read poetry that's right do you feel those little yeah, it's vibes going, funny. where are you, Eric? Where are you, Eric? Yeah, I do, actually, yeah. <laughs> and actually, my dad was looking out for the show, and, and myself, uh, I uh, went, we went to run errands this morning, and we were going to go to do a gas line at his house, and then uh, got a call to go to Texarkana, but we weren't going to leave until 1, and he was like, are you good? And I was like, Am I good? I was like, my show's not until 7. He's like, we're not going to be back until 11 or 12. So he gave me off from 1 on, and I didn't do any work before that either. So today was a really good day. He gave you time off to be on the show? Yes. Oh, my God. Can I send your daddy cookies? Yes, you may. I'll send you an address. Okay, okay. You know, I'm not a very good cook, but by God, I'm going to make him some cookies. Yeah, <laughs> that was very kind of him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he'd like that. Thank you. I can you. do that. <laughs> oh, that's that awesome. just, that made, that made my heart spark with joy. It just, oh. Yes. That was so awesome. Thank you, Daddy. Okay. Hi, Eric. Thank you, Daddy. That's right. <laughs> yeah. All righty. You ready? I am ready. All right. So I, I'm doing this a little different tonight. but uh, So I got a little piece that my friend wrote. It's it's not even – it's just one sentence, and it's what inspired me to write. And then I'll read mine. It's all one. It's like five stanzas. But So this is uh, I'm not Poe or Lovecraft. I'm both existence, the Nevermore Kid. That's by F.D. Ravenscraft, and that's I brought him up because I'm reading, I'm going to be reading mine, that I, that I was inspired by him to do so. So mine's untitled. I uh, still have several I'm going to add to it later. So, all right. It's, uh, I am not Edgar Allan Poe's unkept toes, magical, macabre skeletons and crows, clever, poetic, and prosaic blows, Thought-provoking and reflective mose, vivid imagery and haunted flows, deranged, demented glows, wicked toes, holes, sorry, wicked toes, bowls, bowels and tolls. I am not H.P. Lovecraft's shipwrecked sailboats, aft, horrific storytelling crafts, half-witted dafts, gory, ghastly, crossed genre graphs. Riddled, rambunctious rafts, unusual laughs and shafts, necromancy and priestcrafts, wizardry and witchcrafts, stupendous, specific spacecrafts, continuous time drifts and drafts, superbly mastered stagecrafts, fearful hovercrafts. I'm not Bram Stoker's stacked decks for pokers, 
his midnight commentator tokers, blood-sucking, bookkeeping brokers, gothic-wearing chokers, creatures enhanced, enchanted croakers, sly humor jokers, worker nor bath soakers, Dracula's wood smokers, children of the night's hog chokers. I am not Stephen King's repetitive, deceptive ring, superbly written in in between terrific and romantic tales, beings, supernatural, natural, science fiction, pings, mysterious thrillers, and killers, kings, unknown phantasms, extraterrestrial flings, thematic good versus evil, illustrations, clings, murderers, murdering characters as they joyfully, harmoniously dances and sings, acidic and poisonous stings, mastered horror, dark, Gothic, mysteries, thrillers, storytelling, other strange macabre things, brilliantly bridging crime, suspense, riding pestilence's wings, beautifully illustrating and alluding to Yang's yings, greatly synchronizing all his kings, kings, beings, kings, rings, sings, stings, wings, with extraordinary zing. That's empty. <laughs> I love it. And thank you so much. You're welcome so much. That that was and really I, fun to watch or to to watch progress to listen to. Right. To thank progress. you so much. I I plan on doing. Uh, so also, as you already know. Edgar Allan Poe actually inspired me when I was a kid to write poetry. It was one of several, but H.P. Lovecraft was in my inspiration. Uh, Bram Stoker, even though Dracula is extremely dry, uh, I have read it, and I've read several books by Stephen King. Anyways, I'll be doing several others, and I wanted to make it fun, one for me, of course, but I also wanted to make it uh, flowy and rhythmy and rhymy for the reader because I'm rhyming their last name with their story of what they were and what they wrote. So, and then of course, you know, some things are just fabricated because they fit the rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, uh, <laughs> so that that's works. what I got, uh, tonight. And technically that was two, wasn't it? Well, one, one was, was just one. Uh, one was yeah. coming to yours, so you can read you can read your next one if you want because that was part of it. All right, cool. All right, I'll just. And it wasn't long. Stuff. You're good. I didn't know. Yeah. All right, cool. I was making sure we had time. So. All right. Hang on one second. Okay. I don't think I've read this one yet. Summer, on here yet. All the way through. That's one of my newest ones too. So. I'm working on autumn, and I'll be done with the season. So then I'm moving on to much more things. All right, Summer by Eric Shulman. A blazing, humid, squaltering, tropical, hot, burning, blistering, cheerful, delightful, naturally muggy, moist, lakeside, beachside, sunburnt, sunbathing, swimming, wading, fishing, skiing, wakeboarding, kneeboarding, boating, chartering, tubing, dunking, tan, playing all sorts, water sports, scorching, sizzling, warm, sun-basking, sun-drenched, 
sun-filled, unforgettable. Sun-kissed, sun, sun, sensational, sweat, sultry, stifling, sunny, sweet. Sensational, sacred, seasonal, unforgettable, universal unity, mesmerizing, majestic moments, monumental memories made, easy, endless energy, roasting roses, ripening, seashore, sandcastle, swimsuit, undercover, UV protection, Yugumu, magical microcosm, macrocosm, multiplying mechanical movement maximum, ecosystems excellently evolving, existential elegance, resting, recreational, remember, sundresses, sun hats, sunscreens, UNAE, you change Mu Fu, you Sungi, Mesmerism, Metoposium, Monumentum, Mythicism, Mesomorphism, Mirandarendum, Embrace, Endless, Elegance Everywhere, Refresher, Relaxer, Roaster, Insects, Corals, Sang for Potential Mates, Birds Song, Symposium, Praising, Seasonal, Windy, Rainy, Thunder, Light, Lightning, Light, Lates, Sunny, Funny, Runny, Unspeakable, Deep Chartered, Sea and Freshwater Fishing, Swimming, Skiing, Waterboarding, Water Sports, Camping, Bond and Ring Fires, Hiking, Dishing, Campouts, Grilling, Barbecuing, Shorts, Sports, Parasailing, Bungee Jumping, or bungee jump, skydiving, floating, boating, canoeing, rivers, lakes, eating, coal cooked, foil wrapped dinners, reviving, surfing, riding boards on waves and wakes, soaking up sunshine, building sun castles, breathing in salty, sandy wind tassels, sizzle, 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 barbecue grills, grunt, crash, 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 go the waves onto the shore. Splash, 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 swimmers assemble. Thrum, 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 fishing line harmoniously constructs. Purr, whiz, scream, fly reels, fabricates. Pops, clicks, whistles, purrs, grunts, groans. Growls, barks, hums, hoots, rattles, tinkles. Fish produced for attracting mates, warning danger, scaring competitors. Predators maintaining social cohesion. Distress calls. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Bees sing peacefully as they pollinate gardens. Crack, crack, crack. Crispy boom. Uh, crispy boom. Crispy boom. Crispy boom. Thunder rolls. Flash, flash, flash. Lightning reveals itself. Chirp, chirp, chirp. Crickets ding. Ch, ch, ch. Hated dads ring. High pitched. Buzz, buzz. Buzz, buzz, cicadas singing for their potential mates. Crackle, crackle, crackle as popping wood creates in bonfires and campfires. Migrate, migrate, migrate. Long-distance fowls beginning their travels down south. Cheerio, 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 cheery, cheery, cheery. Northern water thrush, Canada, Walver, chime in. Trill, 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 chirping sparrows, ping. Deceptive kitty call, garble, mimicking sounds, gray catbird, coral, 
Pee-wee, pee-wee, pee-wee. Eastern wood, pee-wee bring. Buzzier, buzzier, buzzier. Wooden, uh, western wood, pee-wee. Shout, bright, musical, 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 American. Goldfinch's tweets. Wit, 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 wit. Wood thrushes tune in. Froggy peep, froggy peep, froggy peep. Swayson thrushes beep. Harsh veer, harsh veer, harsh veer. Very chatter. Croak, croak, croak. Frogs speak. Pitter patter, pitter patter, pitter patter. Rain showers replenish and wash away. Listen, listen, listening to the loud outdoor music instead of inside. Hum, hum, hum. Lawnmower stay while cutting grass. Bang, pop, whoosh, crackle, crack, snap, fizz, hiss, hiss, boom, fireworks sounding off as they explode. Clear, 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 crisp, crisp, crisp. Chill drinks take as poured onto ice. Everything is sunny, funny, or sunny and funny. Nothing is dark and gloomy. Warm, hot, blistering winds, runny, consuming, cold drinks, bloomy, exciting, or excitedly, energetically, exploring nature, vacationing, lakeside or beachside, relaxing, refreshingly, and re-nature, watching waves and wakes collide, summer, rain, or shine plays, sunny, festive, fun, hot, enjoying beach and lakeside, tranquil, Summer, hot, bright, playing, laughing, exercising, clouds, trees, sunny, holidays, sledding, tubing, skating, cold, dry, winter. That's in peace. Eric, I swear that was like listening to a kaleidoscope explode. (laughs) Yes, thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) Well, the thing is, I did, uh, you know, like I did, like I started off, I did Halloween. That was my first one I did last year like that, my first Halloween. I did two ha- Halloweens like that. So I'm doing my uh, basically about 10 or 15 uh, forms, and each each stanza is a different form. It's a different poetic term or style. And then I'm merging, like, with the onomatopoeia. I just made that, I just made that rhyme, and I just... Uh, trying to follow that form too so there's not always a rhyme with onomatopoeia it's just the sound of noise whatever that, it's whatever Rhea, that is that rhymes yeah right. <laughs> no I'm saying I'm, I made it yeah no I'm saying I made it rhyme but I'm just saying that you don't have to have it a certain rhyme that's all mm-hmm. with onomatopoeia mm-hmm. so but yeah that's, so that's what I'm doing thank you so much I appreciate it thanks for having me thanks for having the platform Sorry, I couldn't donate money this year. I didn't have I didn't have it. So that's okay. You support but. us. I mean, all of you do. You know, whether you donated or not to our to the licensing fees this year. You know, all of you support the show equally by being here, by sharing, by being all encompassing. You know, it's one of the only places in the world. I swear to you that it's absolutely non segregated. You have, you know, you have. Harvard poets reading next to the grandma from Texas reading love poems to her internet boyfriend and everybody listens to each other and supports each other and is inspired and inspires each other. It's just 
I'm so proud of you all. You know, this is the starting of our 2022 season. Just thank you. I'm so proud of being a part of this with you. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. You're good. You're welcome. <laughs> I was just saying, You're welcome. thanks for having a platform. Thanks for everything you do. And thanks for letting me uh, read my poetry and letting other poets and, and writers and musicians and rappers and everyone else that comes on join in. And we spread appreciate those you. Too. You're absolutely welcome. And uh, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, it's just Eric Shulman right now. And I'm on All Poetry. It's Shelman E uh, is my username. I believe it's just allpoetry.shelman or Eric Shelman. I'm sure about that. I'll have to get that exactly. But anyways, uh, thank you so much and have a great night. I'll try my best to be on the show next week. I'm actually going to be out of town, but... I, uh, I don't know, maybe your dad will new... give you a hotel room with a hot tub and give you the day off so you can just, like, <laughs> hang out and read, right? <laughs> yeah, that'd be <laughs> nice. how good that jam is, I send him. <laughs> That's right, yeah. No, actually, he bought me a new phone, so I'm going to have service there. So. That's awesome. It's about that time. I've had, my, I've had my phone for quite a while. It's so got to be a lot of fun I'm gonna, you guys I'm keeping... like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I don't want to, yeah, so I, uh. So I'll definitely try to be on the show on, uh, next week, too, if I don't work too late. Perfect. So, but, yeah, All that right, was good with him, and I appreciate that, too. So. Appreciate you. Thank many, you so thank much. You. And have a great night. You I'll too. talk to you next time. Love you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Nyla. Bye. Love you, too. And bye-bye. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 347. 347, you're on the air. Hello? Hello? Hello, am I live? You are live. Great, excellent, excellent. I want to share my poetry. <laughs> okay, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, this is written in pain. Yeah, yeah, I knew. I think you were going to fool me. I think who in, the, who in the hell is this Jamaican sounding <laughs> leprechaun on my freaking phone? <laughs> Oh, hi, baby. How are you? I was just thinking of you. You didn't call me. You made me do all this stuff, and then you didn't call me. How many how many girls have ever said that to you in their life? <laughs> <laughs> I did all these things for you, and you never called me. <laughs> I had a dollar. I yeah, had a dollar. I know, I know. I didn't do those kind of things, though, you guys, just so you know. We did adult things. Of course, the other things are adult things. So anyway, Written in Pain, what has been on going on in your life? What have you been up to? Fill us in. It's so good to hear I've from you. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm just wiggling. I've just been busy working for the man. The man. That's good. It keeps you in line. keeps you off the streets. Unless yeah. your man's on the street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no. So, yeah. You know, um, I actually had been, I've been kind of like in a writing, not a slump. I just really haven't sat down to do much writing. Like I post a little, you know, uh, hodgepodge on Facebook, but I really haven't um, written anything until this week. And I wrote this poem, and I'm going to share. Okay, but you got to wait. 
Huh? You have to wait to do it. Okay. Because you, you just gave yourself some homework. So you ready for this? Okay. You're so busy, you know, things are going on, you're too busy to stop and write. So I've only been preaching for the last 15 years on this show about writing a haiku every day and going out in the world and finding something with 17 syllables, right? Yeah. So I want you to write a poem called Seven Days at Fill in the Blank. I want you to pick a place that you see every day or a bus stop you go by or a coffee shop you see or some moment in your day that you see every single day, and I want you to write a haiku about whatever's going on at that place at that moment that you see it for seven days. So it would be like seven, the reflection in the window on 43rd and Taylor, seven days of the window reflection. You know, what did you see reflecting that movie for seven days in a row, a haiku about each different day? Did that, did gotcha. that, did you follow me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're a soldier. You're a trooper. <laughs> <laughs> so, so go uh, out and find your 17 syllables every day, okay? Yeah, yeah. I just okay. have to find the place because on the bus I'm usually sleeping. But I'm going to look around and see you. Okay, your homework is to stay awake for three seconds before you fall asleep and write down 17 okay. syllables, gosh darn it. Okay. 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 All right. Let's right, um, get serious. Hello, okay. written in pain. Would you bring us? How are you, my love? I'm doing um, great. How are you, Spirit Wild? <laughs> oh, you should have <laughs> known me back then. <laughs> um, I have a poem called Doctor Feel Good. I'm scared. Okay, go ahead. All right. I'm feeling so bad. I asked my favorite doctor just what I had. I said, Doctor, Mr. MD, could you tell me what I really need? He said, it's like a rock-hard dick, hovered over a chick, open mouth, huge fucking pits. At the end of the porno flick, we all know what's coming next. See, they call it the money shot. Just to rub it in your face, but you're fucked already. Murder by medication or depopulation of a nation, hoodwink to believe they can. I don't believe you wish to spare people, and I know you got people to spare, but who cares what the FDA say? Don't they feed us insect parts and baby feed us? I mean, that's what they feed us. What about red number 40 or yellow number 5? Either they colorblind or I'm just lucky to be alive. They, they, they shut for poison, but do they care if you survive? Bait and switch. See, healthy people don't really make pharmacies rich. Like feed, they scheme on your bloodstream. Johnson & Johnson used to push powder. You loved it, so you trust them. 
But now they're pushing syringes on the public. Medical masks help to aid in the masquerade. Investments made. I mean, somebody's getting paid. Because last I checked, this is about a check. Sold, sold in the name of a stimulus. Hey, did you spend all yours yet? Keep that receipt of deceit. Keeps the equation complete. Your death makes them eat vultures, jackals, hyenas, maggots, mass murder, the montage, facts merged with fiction and addiction, variant, variating, and variations. They don't need to explain to sustain. You just take it in vain. Like it or not. This being the land of opportunity, of course they're going to give you a shot. <laughs> Get it? Give you a <laughs> Well, at the end of the plot, you'll dig it. Looking for signs. Why? <laughs> All you're going to do is pick it. Yeah, fight for Moderna. All you're going to do is pick it. Hoping you hopeful when they poke you. They use mass media slash mass media to provoke you. Finance fear. Doctors doctrine a doctrine. Hey, how long should a life span? Hmm. Let's call it social security distancing. It's all governmental, how they just end up fucking with your mental, laughing as they rule fools with a pencil. Causing you to obey everything they say, placing mandates, but I don't swing that way. Plus, if you ask me, men running around getting poked is kind of, anyway, it's one more thing that I need to say, and this is my word to God. If Jesus does come back, you don't have to show me a back start. That I'm feeling so bad. Ask my favorite doctor just what I had. I said, Doctor, Mr. MD, could you tell me what I really need? That was one of the things. <laughs> that was intense. You had me scared. I'm telling you, when you came out with the first. Was that just an attention getter? Was it, was that a, a, a hello, Nyla? <laughs> Wake up and, and feel the fear. <laughs> to ensure that the listeners listening. Uh, that's what I like thought. That, everyone's gonna listen. Listen, <laughs> I have missed you so much. I seriously have. I we really need to. Too. We need to, to catch up because there's just too much been going on. And uh, so that's what I, I love the line in there, by the way, um, and I forgive me if I put you to get it backwards or wrong, but it was like, your death lets them eat or makes them eat. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about hyenas and all that. I absolutely love that line because I think that line right there in itself sums up the whole thing. I you know? agree. I agree. Grandpa I agree. dies you know. on a respirator from a company that puts chemicals inside their cigarettes to make sure they're more addicting so that they can live in limousines and fancy houses and, you know, and you're sitting there yeah. with your I your was watching something about candy. And, like, early in the 1900s, they found out that, you know, it's nearly impossible 
to completely remove caramel from the teeth. So dentists was like, yo, this isn't good for people to eat because, you know, it's definitely a, a agent in rotting teeth. Oh, wait a minute. Rotting well, teeth. That means dollars. <laughs> <laughs> right. So about 30 years later, they was like, hey, listen, all this apple a day, keep the doctor away, brush three times a day and flossing. Got people not really coming to the dentist. So we're not making a lot of money. How about we, uh, how about we stick caramel in everything? <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Hey, Carlos, honey, are you going to read two? Oh, I can read another one. I can read another one. You are uh, on one tonight, man. I am. I am. I've I never am, seen you this 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 Disney. You know what? Wow, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, Lila, you know what it is? Uh, coming to You're happy to hear from like, me or see that's me right. talk so to me? It's like coming, so it's like coming home. It's like, you know, no matter, you went to college or you live overseas, when you come back, there's always cookies waiting for you, milk on the table. <laughs> that's a speakeasy. I don't care. You got lives. You come back. You always come back home. All of you always come back home. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to do this. Hmm, okay, okay. I'm going to let you decide. I'm going to tell you two titles, and then you tell me which one you would like to hear. I have one piece called uh, Ace of Morpheus. The other one's called Lucifer. I want the Lucifer. I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. Okay. This piece is called Guess. Lucifer. That's right. You're good. I'm Miss Cleo. How profound. Lightning, it starts from the ground. It's the matter, heating matter, that creates that sound. Held in its hand, now holy I am. But when they reach perfection, death, Imminent. Anything completed can't grow, so I awakened them. Showed them ignorance was a lie. Higher creation was in the mind's eye, so evil am I. But in whose eyes? I am the brighter morning star, meaning the sun. True story, since truth be told, I was made in the image of his glory. Can you understand the plan was mandatory? So then I am a serpent? That the ancestors placed the serpent on their headdress. Were they not blessed having the greatest civilization never established? Did Abraham not come from the land of the serpents? And isn't it true that turning a rod into a snake was the first thing God empowered Moses to do? Is the field of medicine demonic to you? But it saves lives. And my name means one that brings light. So bringing light is evil. Is that right? Well, who showed you that? I mean, really, who who told you that? Or is it the telephone game convincing you a serpent or dragon? Me, Satan, is one and the same. I bet yet, but my name is Lucifer, not Baphomet. 
who claimed I was evil. When did I deceive you? Even Job was done with God's permission. Even tempting Jesus was a test to ensure he was blessed. But in both of those examples, it was Satan, you see. And who told you that Satan was me? My name is Lucifer, meaning one who bears light. A devil is anyone who lives backwards. I said a devil is anyone who lived backwards. So what does that mean? Or is it as obscene as it seems? Gone without intention, lost all cultural pride. Who's the person capable of murder and genocide? One who operates against nature's function. Death is their natural reaction. They use TV and drugs as a distraction. Them hating you is a natural reaction. Rape, plunder, and enslaves, and close at all is being brave. Covers truth with lies. Disguise what he did. Poisons your babies and brainwash your kids. Dilutes your image of Jesus and tricks you into killing your fetus. Collectively stimulates you sexually. He is what to you? And he lied and made you believe that there's some spirit in the sky and not that God really resides in you. Who raised a demonic nation and sprays the sky, controls the population? Anyone with that kind of energy? Well, that is the devil to me. It's all a game to me. A person who can enslave a whole group of people's ancestry makes you place pictures in that TV frame, see, to make you love him and then blame it all on me. But my name is Lucifer. And if it wasn't for me, if she never ate off that tree, would you believe it would still be just Adam and Eve? No, me or you or none of the shit you love to do. Now, some people will take this poem, truthful as it is, and feel funny about the things that said or the things that I read. But you know what's funnier than that? The truth is in your face, yet you leave it misplaced. And then raise your kids to allow some devil to tell you who the devil is. That was an intense. I knew that was going to be intense. Absolutely awesome. Thank you, Lila. Absolutely incredible. You're get oh, you're getting some love in the chat room, by the way, just so you know. Well, thank you, chat room. You know, I heard one time um, a, a line that has really stuck with me, and it really makes me think about the poem. And it, the line was something along, it went something like. Where is it written besides by man? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that, that line really yeah. makes you think about a lot of things. Where is it written besides by man? Because it's all some person's interpretation. Agenda, yeah, an agenda. Yeah. That's what it made me think about. I mean, just the whole twist on it, the whole different perspective. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. You're amazing. 
Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome, Rocky. <laughs> um, if anybody's looking for me, I'm written in paint everywhere. I'm only written in paint on the planet Earth. So if you come across a written in paint anywhere, it's me. Even if it's written in Chinese, it's me. Except for when he said the speakeasy and then it's written in giggles. Oh, man. Did I giggle? I tried not to giggle. I'm trying to be a whole different You character. gave your own self that name. You gave yourself that name. I didn't do it. <laughs> and then you laughed. And when you laughed, I couldn't hold the character anymore. <laughs> Next time I call, I'm going to be convincing. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to try harder than you did. You weren't very convincing on this one. I, I, I saw right through you. <laughs> All right, Nyla, I guess this is the part where we say goodbye. All right, sweetheart. Seriously, love you, miss you, and we really need to catch up. I need to know. Inquiring I'm going to inbox, to know well, things. take my, this is my number. I know you're looking at it on your little switchboard, so write it down, and let's try to converse. Okay, we will do that. <laughs> All right, Nyla, bye. Bye, honey. We'll talk to you soon. All right, our next caller comes from 717-717. You're on the air. Maybe 717's on the air. Let's try this again. Dun, dun, dun. 717. Now you're on the hey, air, I think. I can see it. Hello. Hello. How are you, sweetheart? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm doing absolutely wonderful. It's James, right? Yeah, yeah. I was just trying I was trying to do my accent before. before. Been a while. <laughs> Y'all trying to fool me and mess me up tonight or what? <laughs> I well, know. I was, I was myself as uh, Rusty Shackleford. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys. It's good to hear from you. Know, what's going on with you, hun? Uh, hanging in there. I'm so trying to trying to get into uh, some freelance writing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was do a book review for um, an online, and I'm just trying to uh, process, think of, think what I want to say for it. It needs to be about 500 words, so I'm working on that. Very cool. I'm excited for you. Thank you. Okay, um, I'll get right into it. Um, I wrote a poem this morning based on uh, using six of the prompts from last week. Did you really? Yes, I posted on You should have seen my little spidey senses. They all just started tingling, and I bolted sitting up straight up in my chair. I am so excited right now. Okay, go ahead. So it's about a good project, but I use, a lot, use prompts from you. So it's called The World of That Friday. The world of that Friday as a flower without the sun, fallen angel hands, kicking, screaming, pulling its hair, clutching the dead man's throat, hoping to unravel what was seen to be the frayed, the frayed thread of hope in those darkened hours like a sky of dying stars. But did not see that the one waltzing with the wind was looking past the Judas kiss the pre-dawn cockcrows to the displaced funeral stone and the once dead body risen, no longer there. End of poem. 
Wow, James. That was intense. Thank you. That was awesome. You're going to read two for me, right? Yeah. Um, you got me on the idea of Ars Poetica, and it's one for the first book, and it was actually about what is what inspired the poem right before it in the book. It's titled Muse for a Minute for Oscar. She was my muse for a minute. Her performance on the squared stage drew nigh, inspiring me to craft a few lines of verse for the world to mull over. End of poem. Wow. I loved it. I loved it. I forget when did what you, paper... When did you write that? Um, that would have been like... Uh, 2017-2018 so you were supposed to tell me yesterday and then I could have used it as an entry into the drawing but I can't now no, but you well, did get one with your first poem um, you, you now entered in the prize drawing last week, what book I'm currently reading mm-hmm. Eisenhower so I think that's one of the uh, the prize entry things it is and what is it again Ivanhoe by Walter Scott and what is it about? Uh, it's about a, a, a Saxon knight who comes back to England uh, from the Crusades during the uh, the reign of uh, King Richard the Lionheart, and who was who was um, held captive in, in France. So uh, Prince John was taking was uh, in control at the time. I love history. I'm such a history nerd and history geek, and I love all that period stuff. So, sounds awesome. I'm going to look it up. So it's it's a it's a historical novel. It was written uh, a few centuries ago. See now 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 you're just making my toes curl. Now you're just pushing the envelope too much. There, I can't take it. Well, <laughs> Tell everyone how uh, to find you, hun. <laughs> might have been um, might have been on a high school reading list. For some schools, but it's it's a classic. It's not quite as well known as some. Mhm. Well, thank you for and explaining that, it for everybody. Huh? I said thank you for explaining I, it for everybody. Okay. Uh, so the uh, poem, I, the second poem I did, I forget what pay per view it was, but I was watching, and it was with the wrestler Oscar. And during the course of the match, someone gets up on the ring apron, dressed up as dressed up like her when she comes down to the ring with the uh, the kabuki mask and the coat, and it and she just stared at the and inspired the poem Doppelganger, which is right before, which is the page before Muse for a minute. <laughs> That's awesome. So, I don't think so I've ever Muse heard of a poem inspired by wrestling before. And this poem was inspired by Doppelganger, about the writing of Doppelganger, because it was the situation with Osco at the time. You know, she was in mm-hmm. a match. And the guy got unmasked himself, and it was James Ellsworth. <laughs> I'm gasping. Okay. I don't know who that is, but I'm gasping appropriately, okay? Uh, he's, not, he's not with WWE anymore. <laughs> well, great read on both of them, honey. I appreciate it. We all do. 
Tell everyone how they can find you, James. Okay, well, I can be found on Facebook, uh, Instagram, um, TikTok. I am also on all, all poetry. Uh, the name is James Rothline. His name is R-O-E-T-H-L-E-I-N. It's not pronounced the way it's spelled. So, but yeah, come find me. Um, I do have three books out. Um, Music on the Cricket Game of Life, part one and a half. An Extravagant Way of Saying Nothing. And Letters to Roxanne, which came out in February or March. And they are available in bookstores. If uh, they're not on the shelf, you can order them. You can also do it online through uh, Amazon, Barnes Noble, Walmart, actually. That's um, very cool. All right, sweetheart. I'm really glad you took the time to be here tonight. I'm really glad you shared those, and I appreciate you more than you know. Thank you, hon. Okay. Um, I did message you uh, on Facebook with my uh, my address. You said you wanted to send, get a, a signed copy? Yes, yes. But um, yeah. Yeah, just that's going to be after you... I finish doing up the uh, the show, <laughs> the show licensing. That's going to take a bit. Okay. So thank right. you. And I saw well, you did uh, that. Thank you for doing that for me. I will let the next uh, poet come on. I've probably been on a little too long, a little bit longer <laughs> than I should. Thanks, James. Right. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. I'm going to go ahead and give the lineup so you kind of know where you are coming up. We are, we have area code 219 followed by 216, followed by 832-406-646-863-540-506. And I have 208 down there. 208, you are not in the lineup. If you want to come on the air, please press 1. If you're here just hanging out and listening to the show, appreciate you being here. And enjoy, if you change your mind at any time, 208, area code 208, press 1, and that will bring you into the lineup. Otherwise, hang out, have fun. Our next caller comes from area code, as I said, 219. 219, you're on the air. This is Brother O, right? Yes, this is Brother O. How are you doing? I'm doing amazing, Brother O. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm glad to hear that. Thank you. You sound good. Now every time you call in, I think about you being in the hospital. It makes me mad. It makes me want to, like, get an old Chevy and come bust you out and go out on the town and, you know, yeah. raise some heck and, yeah. Right. So what you bring us? What you going to read for us tonight? This poem is called Facing My Deep with Fears and Insecurities Head On. Fear is either your best friend or worst enemy. It's like fire. If you can't control it, it can cook for you. However, if you can't control it, it will burn everything around you and destroy you. Once you manage to control your fear, it keeps you sharp and makes you more alert. Call from Mike Tyson. Uh, dear brothers and sisters, we all have deep rooted fears and insecurities that we must face and conquer, because God did not give us the spirit of fear. All of us have had moments of dread and terror, moments of 
flashbacks from our traumatic experiences, moments of wanting to run away, moments of wanting to hide, moments of wondering what was going to happen to us, moments where we face uncertainties, moments of worrying about how our lives are going to play out in the future. However, we cannot allow our deep-rooted fears and insecurities stop us from living our lives because God did not give us a spirit of fear, brothers and sisters. Well, Lord, can you be transparent and share some of your deep-rooted fears and insecurities that you had to face head-on and conquer during your lifetime? I'm glad you asked. My dear brothers and sisters, I have, I have had to learn how to conquer my fear of failure, conquer my fear of being a black-on-black crime statistic, conquer my fear of being locked up in jail or prison, conquer my fear of rejection, conquer my fear of change, conquer my fear of losing people close to me, conquer my fear of not being good enough to succeed in life or measuring up to other people, conquer my fear of losing my independence, Conquer my fear of not being recognized for accomplishments and achievements. Conquer my fear of fear of encounter with the police. Conquer my fear of the unknown. Conquer my fear of what could happen or what might happen to me in the future. Conquer my fear of not reaching up to my maximum potential. Conquer my fear of larger dog breeds. Conquer my fear of not being able to take care of myself and going broke completely. Conquer my fear of losing my temper and let my anger get to the point when I heard kill another human being. I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave is not who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. Quote from Nelson Mandela. My dear brothers and sisters, I truly understand that every human being on this planet is afraid of something. However, we must develop the courage to overcome those fears and insecurities that we face daily head on. Because our faith is much greater than our fears. As a legendary Western actor John Wayne once said, courage is being scared to death and saddling up anyway. As I will tell you, in order to conquer your fears, you must stand up with courage to face them head on. Don't allow the spirit of fear to consume your heart, mind, and spirit because you are created by God to be bold and courageous enough to topple the Goliaths you are facing, whatever they are, or who, or what obstacles and dangers may come your way in point. Wow. That was powerful. You know, just your your strength, your conviction, everything. Great work, honey. Thank you. I appreciate it. Appreciate you, for sure. Are you going to read two or just the one? <clears throat> now, I'm going to read this short, uh, short poem by Marianne Williamson. It basically backs up without backs up the poem without just recited for your audience. Our, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. 
Our deepest fears that were powerful beyond it is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. Your playing small does not serve the does not serve the world. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant? Who am I to be gorgeous? Who am I to be talented? Who am I to be gifted? Who am I to be fabulous? And who am I to be great? Actually, who There's nothing lighting about strengthening so that other people will, won't feel insecure around you. <clears throat> we are all meant to shine as children do. It's not in some of us. It's in everyone. We were born to manifest the glory of God as within all of us. As we let our light shine. We unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our fears, our presence automatically liberates others. In poem by Marianne Williamson. Our deepest fear is that we are not inadequate. That's like her most quoted. Yeah, that's like her most famous quote. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing that piece. It gives you a lot of things to think about, hon. You're welcome, Nala. I appreciate it. <laughs> appreciate you. Tell everyone how to find you, hon. I can be found on Facebook on Omar Brother Gavin. Uh, I actually have the, the video of the uh, poem and the quote actually up on my page today. So feel free to check that out. And give give me your feedback, and uh, I'm gonna gonna be doing more more face of live videos since I'm here in the hospital. I might as well just continue writing and uh, just doing what I do because I love this art, and I always uh, truly appreciate everybody's support that comes through and listens to what and listens to me. Truly appreciate everybody. We appreciate you, Brother O. Thank you. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week? Yes. All right, hon. We'll see you then. Thank you. Talk to you next week, Nala. All right. Bye-bye. Next, we have... That's my excitement building music. 216. 216, you're on the air. 216 in the building. My mama. (laughs) Yes, my darling. And How are you, I Mama? So I'm great. I just got so excited to hear my uh, son upbeat and happy. And oh man, I know, right? Big, I know. I was like, I didn't know what to do with myself. You know, <laughs> I was happy to hear. I was so excited. Something's going on. He's, he's so different he's over to, here than he is everywhere else. Isn't that funny? Yep, and he's going to share some of that lottery with us when he when he, when he finally tells us about it. I know he probably just hit a million dollars. I know, that's the only reason he could have been so dang giddy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, yeah, that really did cheer me up. So how you doing? I'm doing wonderful, up to my mm-hmm. elbow in alligators, but so far the water's not too deep, so I'm okay. Okay, I got a few things I'm going to read. Um, 
One, I was going to tell you about this lady that was 104 years old, and her name was Daisy Turner. And I know you would just fall in love with her. She actually read her poem. I got it on uh, on tape or video or whatever. Um, she read her poem at 104 years old. So you can read about her. She is on Wikipedia. Daisy Turner, she was born in uh, Port Royal, Virginia. Uh, I think she was born in, in Vermont, but her people came from Port Royal, Virginia. So Daisy Turner, also known as Aunt, Aunt Daisy, and she was born in 1883. She died in 1998. So um, I think you would really enjoy that. But what I'm going to do is give you that information, and then I'm going to uh, read my poems, and then many of you get ready, or if you have time, then you can go look up Daisy Turner and listen to her poem called Dear Madam. Okay. And you probably okay. So I'm going to read my two poems here. Um, I have some music with my. This is called Dance, Dance Seducer, and I got Brick playing in the background. Sexy dancer, throw your exotic pheromones at his heart. Prepare your derriere to shake off Google dust like spores from magic mushroom crust. Conquer his emotions with your motions, conquering him eternally. Aim your magic at the right one successfully. Careful with your aim. Hit the wrong target, and Mr. Wrong may plague you till the cows come home. Dance like you want him forever. Let him know it's only him. Move like the breeze blowing on a leaf. Smile. And wow. Wow him with your goofy jerks. Show him how that body works. He's barely holding on to sanity, so you just dance. Move like the breeze blowing on a leaf-laden tree. Smile and wow him with your goofy jerks. Show him how that body works. Seduce him with your moves. Become one with the drums. Seduce his dancing eyes. Dance your dance till he's in a trance. And shake that goo-goo dust around his crown. Showboat your skills without shame and dance. Dance until he knows your name.
dance and see you in a trance and shake that Google dust around his crown and showboat your skills without shame and just dance until he knows your name. That was Mama Ola Daisy's version of in, of, the, of um, a dance poem to go with Brick. Brick um, <laughs> is um, well. Brick is a special group out of uh, Atlanta. When I lived in Atlanta, the keyboard player on that was my, one of my best friends in the whole world. And that particular album right there went platinum overnight. Um, before that, he was just a real poor college student that came to my house to eat peanut butter and jelly with my kids because he didn't have any money. And uh, <laughs> he turned out to be one of my very best friends in the whole world. And then, um, like I said, overnight the record just went platinum. And um, the mayor, Maynard Jackson, named Brick Day in Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, one day, Donald, his name was Donald Nevins. He is um, kind of looks like my daughter, Kai. So he was crazy about Kai. Kai was just a baby. And he was not Kai's father, but they did favor a lot. And he didn't have any children. And he loved Kai. And uh, one day, he went on the stage just after they made it big. And he saw like 63,000 people, I think, was out in the audience. And he got stage fright and froze. And he couldn't play a lick. Wow. That would be terrifying, wouldn't it? It was, because he was real shy and bashful and sweet and just real talented uh, with, when it came. He was actually a, a gifted um, pianist, and that's when he went to school. Uh, you know, he read read music and everything, and then they got this hit record. Some college kids got together, and next thing you know, he's like thrown out there and all this fame and all this, and he was just looking out there. <laughs> that would be yeah. me. I'd be thinking there was big saucer eyes. Yeah, 63,000 yep. people. That record was a hit. And then right after that, um, Donald took his own life. And uh, I play this every once a year. I try to remember Donald because I loved him so much. That was my heart. So um, it was Donald Nevins and... He, the name of the group was Brick, and the name of the name of the song was called Daz, Disco Daz, or just Daz. But thank you for letting me share. Um, you are very welcome, um, Mama. Let me. I'm gonna have to go look that up now after the show. Okay. Um, when? Okay, this is my. When truth. No, when truth hits the fan. No, that's not the one I want to do. I got two two truths. Two truth pieces here. I did this one last night, and I got, like, rave reviews on it. So I wanted to share it on my daughter's show, so I'm going to share it with you now. It's called When Truth Came A-Calling. There's a knock on my door. 
I ask, who's there? Standing there are five faces. They answer in unison, true. I ask, why the disguise? It is I, truth, they all refrain. How will I know which one of you is to cross my threshold? Let us all in, and you will figure it out in the end. No, I shouted, I will never. I will dismiss the one in the front because he is much too clever. Now there are four. Who shall I lead to come through my door? The next one began to explain every reason he should entrance gain. I, uh, a very convincing argument, I explained. Go away. You're nothing but rhetoric. Everyone knows that the truth is plain. Now standing there in front of my door left three. The next one to speak was very beautiful and had a beautiful smile. Let me in. I will prove that I am truth. Uh, you knew my mother. Her name was Ruth. No. You cannot lure me in with your smile or your beauty. I read the story of your mother and interpreted it well. If you do not leave my door, I will surely get vexed. Now that I sent them all away, all but two, it was easier to tell. Who was I to welcome in? Which of these two should enter my abode? I had to ponder as to what truth really meant. Was it something to be applied like a first aid kit? Is truth? Is it true that truth is something ugly and always plain? Sometimes ugly and always plain. Well, the truth, the truth will set you free after the pain. Will the will the truth set you free after the pain? Hmm. I I pondered some more and let them both in. Because one was life and one was death. One was yin and one was yang. Truth, number one, started to speak. He said, no, the truth is not always in plain sight, and sometimes you have to search for it. And, yes, the truth can be ugly at times, but you were right. Real truth never wears a disguise. Some truths are imagined, and real truths are universal. Depends on the mindset of the thinker, what he perceives to be real, but he's had so many rehearsals. As his thoughts are now trained as to what he sees, knows, and feels. So the truth is not convoluted nor contrived, and you will always know more than you think you do when the truth arrives. When you enjoy the lies and the rhetoric, it's because the lies you believe benefit you, though prejudice, through prejudice eyes, can barely recognize the truth ever again. And so you will remain as a biased slave to the self-seeking lies forever. 
We are truth. We are truth, they lamented. We are the wide and the narrow, the good and the bad, the happy and the sad, light and death, the yin and the yang. We do not change according to what you believe. We are a constant, but we are also changed. There was a knock on my door, and someone had come disguised as one of truth's predictions. Somehow he has come to blame the innocent victims. I pray for my secret eye to be opened and my judgment to be discerning because the truth as it seems I am learning is subject to interpretation. And the truth left my home, I was told. And as truth left my home, I was told, man cannot reason out that which he does not understand. And if he thinks he understands the proof, but calls upon no spirit to discern, he alone is unable to interpret the truth. Vicki Aqua. Yes, it was, folks. <laughs> Great right, Mama. Thank you. You are very, so very careful. welcome. Be careful out there. Don't be trying to figure out what truth is unless you have the spirit of discernment. You should always know it's he said, she said, and the truth lies in the middle. It's all about perspective. No. you got to get the spirit of discernment. And you got to use that spirit to decipher which is true because the truth is coming out at fake truth will come at you so many different ways mm-hmm. and you'll get caught up in something that you're like wow you know I thought that was the truth and then it's not yeah alright mama tell everyone how to find you sweetheart Vicky Aqua Facebook Mama Ola Deji on Clubhouse and Vicky Aqua on Google. Awesomeness. All right. Thank you, Mama. I love you so much, and you sound so good. I'm so glad you're doing better. Yeah. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. Thank you so much. Love you <laughs> All right, Mama. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. My poetic world mama forever. I love that woman. All right, our next card. I'm going to go ahead and we've got uh, an hour left of the show. We've got area code 832-406-646-863-506. And then we do have area code 208 and 519. You guys are not in the lineup. If either of you want to come on the air, press 1. That will let me know it's okay to mute you. That's area code 208 and 219. Or no, 519. And they're up. Okay, so it's just 218. Let's go ahead and get our next caller. I'm going to try to keep my comments to the minimum so that we can make sure we get everyone on in time. So let's go ahead and grab area code 832. 832, you're on the air. Uh, Not today. Maybe tomorrow. No, today, right now. Right now, (laughs) not tomorrow. Not calling back. The show's today. Start reading. Uh, I suppose. Yeah, anyway. Um, 
has uh, been Soldier Blue, of course. And yeah, anyway, I got this one. And, um, I'll just put it on the, uh, the, the word uh, together. That's good. Together we shall bury our bones one by one or by separate causes. Minutes and motives have burned us to the depths of our shallow, hallowed graves, each in turn an individual task. Whom has remained awake to see them through? To whom the burden, to whom the grace, tombs, wings bound by bonds of feather, flight and bone, while you, the scales tip with perfect balance, the unwashed can tell no difference, their eyes shut and blind, and stare. Pain as bright as paint, fever liquefied, fire crackling, cracking, gun percussions in the distance. Long-range messages, words carefully thought out, courage without fear. Oh, have you heard it yet? Prairie dogs, aerosol, poison, rosal. 2016 crop duster aircraft flyovers, rain of death, the smell of chemtrails and prejudice. What do they call us up north? Native bloods, red earth, prejudice. With a preface, prairie, what? Prairie, who? Death, stalking dreams, che. Home three. Prairie, ni. Prairie, na. Prairie, what? So, aerosol poisons for prairie dogs, for prejudice, would seem natural. The Dal Ripple governor knew, the ashen-faced sheriff knew, Dapple knew, curio cancers, rarity, brain tumors, death of flesh, oh yeah, these King Huska knew, deaths of generations over fresh water, you still think it's not a war, bitch? Creation after thought, casual and by the wary, certainly not by your leave. Suspended suspicions cut the cord, symptoms rise up as spectral evidence, ragged hands, exposed bones, like you, no be you are the authors of this ethnic cleansing. Is there to be true justice rendered here? Nah, my brother. 
and it's just us. Toxic whispers taxing your lung capacity now cut in half. My sweet sovereign sister, are you still breathing, sleeping, dreaming of a sisterhood? This lauded month of female accomplishment, or are you too fierce in your focus? Trying to breathe in the raw gouts of polycarbon-saturated air. To do more than just keep everything within sight. Watch. Watch the blue horizon. We're cut with smiles and children's laughter. They have not learned our prejudice and sorrows yet. Even as it is their lives that swing upon the balance somewhere between agony and rage. Born with it, retrieved from the womb, shreds of holocaust still holding them close. Strangers will never understand this. We are conceived in the hum of the dragonfly. Within the drum of our earth, we are red from the day we are born. The sharp sting of air upon our eyes. The march of time becomes the steady tread of slow horses. Spirit breath and ragged wisp of morning. The smoke, dew, still settling into the grass. With words made for the sunrise, morning star prayers. We are the ghost road born, and we are we shall walk with faith, the faith we have been given. In peace. Damn. You know, you're like a, a barometer telling us when things are bad and when they're worse. <laughs> you know? <laughs> mm. That was no, I just intense. found out about that stuff. They, I mean, the, back in 2016 when they were doing... Uh, when all of that stuff was going on with the Standing Rock up there in North Dakota, mm-hmm. flyovers that they were doing at night with with uh, uh, that chemical called Rosol, which is used to kill prairie dogs. And I just found it rather interesting that one of the uh, prejudicial slang terms uh, that they use for, for Native people up that way is... Uh, uh, they use the term that I can't say it, and I'm not going to say it. Okay, I'll say it right now. But the the end the N word prefaced by the word prairie, and that's what they call native people. And I just found that very interesting that that was the one that they chose as far as the poison that they decided to use in flyovers. Wow. In that time period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Nice. So, yeah. Which all of it was so, not necessary uh, because I have the perfect answer for the prairie dog problem, and that's wolves. <laughs> well, let's put it this way. You know, there are various animals, and the two that stand out the most to me in terms of ecosystems are the wolves and the, and the beavers. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, pretty much everything else in terms of, you know, being cyclical, you know, depends on that uh, on those on that standing. So. Indeed, my darling. There you are. All right. So, are you gonna read a second one? Or is that it for uh, I, I could, but I mean, I didn't. I didn't want to cut into. You know, I wanted to make sure everyone else had a chance of doing what they were gonna do. I can I can save mine for next week. All right, baby. Well, at least tell everyone how they can come love on you. All right. This is Facebook. It's uh, Rafe Wild. <laughs> it's Facebook. <laughs> that was your strip, your stripper mood music. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> and uh, and you can and then down in parentheses below Rafe Wild, you'll see Soldier Blue, and that's me. And then you can also uh, hear, you know, some more of my stuff on uh, my podcast, which is Red Earth One. And just separate those as individual words. Uh, you know, uh, I would say put it and put it down as a keyword. You know, podcast after that, and it'll get you there. Very cool. All right, sweetheart. Love you dearly. Appreciate you. Thank you for making time to be here tonight. Sure, no problem. <laughs> Thank you for a. Uh, Answering the phone when you called. Well, you know. <laughs> next, next week when we have more time, I'll, I'll actually tell you where that uh, where that uh, phraseology I've been using comes from. Okay. Because it because it has a very specific origin. It's not just something that I, you know it's like I'm I'm just doing it. <laughs> There's a reason why I'm doing it. <laughs> well, don't forget to tell me, okay? Oh no, I will. I like I say, okay. that's I can say I keep that I keep that in mind. <laughs> All right, honey, thank you. Appreciate you so much, Soldier Blue. Thank you, Miss Nyla. Bye-bye, hon. Do you guys know how long he's been calling into the show? I knew him before the show was even conceived. All right, next caller. Area code 406, you are on the air. 406, are you with me? Dun, 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 406 406 who is 406 I don't know who 406 is but it sounds like they're busy doing something so I'm going to mute them for a moment and I'm going to grab 646 and we'll go back and get the other one in a moment 646 you're on the air good evening a uh, long time no chat with this is Joseph Nathaniel King Jr. it has been a while how have you been um, two years too long, it seems like. Well, you know, a wow. day's too long, but... Yes. I am really glad you're here. And I, I need you. I need a favor from you. Um, when you're doing the, uh, <laughs> at the beginning of the show, I only wrote down six and seven. I got lost. I was like, wait a minute. She's, she's writing out. I was like, oh, these are good topics. <laughs> 
So I was like, I, I got to remember to let you know, please um, inbox them to me so I can um, be a part of that. I would love to be a part of that. that that's, 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 talk, that's, that's like a, a workshop, that real workshop where you just sit there and you know more about you. Um, yeah. Well, that's why I always call your show uh, a mm-hmm. workshop. Keeping you forever, and I'm pinching your cheeks right now, and I'm loving you and cuddling you and calling you George. <laughs> I know, curious too. <laughs> uh, I will do that. Um, Joseph, do you have the link to the show that you that for tonight's show? Did you get the, like the notification with the link to it? Yes, I did. Okay, so after the show is done airing, if you click on that link, it'll take you to the archive of the show. And you can okay. actually yeah. go back and listen to the beginning of it again. But if you met, because I'm, I'm, I will forget by the end of the show. I'm, I'll be pretty much toast. <laughs> so if you send me a message and say, "Hey, Nyla, send me those prompts," I will do that for sure. I'm really glad. I would love to see what you write to them. Yes, I'll probably be posting uh, them on my page today or tomorrow too, so they'll be on there as well. Correct. I don't think I've been on a show in about. I don't think I've been on a, a live calling show a live show in about uh maybe almost five or six months. You know, that's you know? just a crime against humanity. <laughs> it, it really is it's, sad. It's it's you know we are our um I was list, I'm not gonna be long but I, I was listening to another poet a poetress and um she really made me feel like I was outside of the cocoon and I felt so I was I was like yes there's more in me there's there's more uh, directions to go more interpretation and and better understanding you know than I had yesterday and it's it's a it's a great thing that means that you know um my work is never done exactly how sad would it be when it is I know I'd be like uh I'm six years old and I can't think did I write about my shoelaces and what type of shoe did I put the shoelaces in. <laughs> you know, I want to put a thought in everybody's head. When you are 107 and sitting in a beige hallway in a wheelchair drooling and you only have one reoccurring thought, you better make sure you have a lot of good stuff in there for you to pick from. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Go out and live. Okay, I'm done. Just put me in Grandpa's rocking chair and put me on the, t- the highest mountain, and I'm not, I just experience everything from altitude to gratitude to uh, the wind chills. Okay, so I made up a saying I'm having put on, put on my coffee cup, and it says, if I should die a boring death, fill my pockets with bacon and take me to the mountains. Is that the same thing? Kind of. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Serious, I do not want the bitch way to read that she was 107 in a beige hallway. I wanted to say she was 107 on top of Mount Hood and got eaten by a cougar. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> nice. Left the fragments around for those provincial science to take care of 10 years, 15 years later of who this person was and her brilliancy. <laughs> uh, so what do you got, hon? I want to hear. Um, I want to hear it, too, so let's go. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Hello. Did you open that door on purpose? Without a purpose? Because it seems that you are focused to not live out your dream. 
Are you in denial? Did you forget to fertilize your mental? Or are you walking on fire ants, but you're not able to dance? You're screaming and yelling in pain, but I don't comprehend where you've been. Silence of a lamb. And you keep turning the channels without the remote, and you're looking for a Brady. No, not the retirement. I'm talking about Marshall. You little beaver, did you leave it? to the colorization of changing the channel without being spanked by a rascal? I mean, this cannot be microscopic topics. My personality must be switching, like turning Amtrak into New Jersey Transit and derailing hoping that you don't fall out of compassion and peace. Wow, that was absolutely intense. That was incredible. See, I told you, crime against humanity. Yes. Yes, indeed. You should, you should not deprive us. It's just like cruel and unusual punishment. Hmm. I, can, can I be my second piece punishment? Mm-hmm, please. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> I'm a murderer. I'm suicidal. And I'm homicidal. Now, let's kind of remember, I mean, remember, I'm kind of like saying the same thing over again. But what you see on the outside is not what I'm experiencing on the inside. I mean, you take your pen and pad, and you're verbally mad. I mean, you're not free at last. Everything that you thought, you thought you were glad, but in the meantime, you're filled with Skittles and grits and eggs, and the cheese don't even match what? I feel. So my pen and pad becomes an aftermath. It's kind of like a silence of the lamb with dancing with wolves, so many hours and characteristics. It's like reading your fiction, pulp, I mean, pulp with fiction. I mean, did you squeeze that orange properly? Because I keep deleting everything that I write inside of my brain, contained inside of the main brain, but this is not house of pain, is it? I mean, really? Talking about hip hop, talking about social society, and being intimate with loving who you are. So many different personalities. Skip, flip, double dutch, fall on your face, cut my left cheek so the other one can blush. So may I squeeze it and get the fresh squeeze some kisses from Florida? Um, is it? that you could read the writing on the wall because the notebook that I keep writing inside of my head cannot comprehend what comes out of my mouth. So did you realize that my attire is a Boy Scout? Yes. I'm going insane because I'm crying inside of my brain. I mean, everything that you thought existed, actually, everything you thought that I couldn't do, I'm doing. And everything that became theater became a thriller. I'm thinking... They don't understand me anymore, but I never wanted to look outside the front door because my main source never had a public opinion. So I'm arrested by development and say, scream and shout, hoping that the earth opens up and swallow all of my enemies so that I can read one more moment of poetry on this cafe show. In peace. Wow. You know, you're so, almost like Superman, you're so calm and mild manner, and then bam. You come, you come with your words like a brick between the eye, and people have to sit up and pay attention. And 
very powerful, very strong, incredible. Thank you. Truly appreciate it. Truly appreciate it. Um, well, I really appreciate you I, finding time to be here tonight, truly and sincerely. I thank you. Of course, and I'm, I, I plan to come back now because um, I, I, I need to be a part of the show. And I, it's been so long, real quick. Uh, it's been so long that I didn't even know you were doing donations, like, you know, to support the show, of course. So this how long, <laughs> that's how long I have not been around. So um, <laughs> question, where's your host? Like, What's that? Yeah, you had a co-host with you? Oh, Michael. Or was it Christopher? I think it was Michael. Michael, Michael's been gone for years. That's like how long I haven't been on? Five, so been six, seven years. years. So Christopher was the latest? Yeah, you know, I have a whole string of boys. What can I say? I think <laughs> they, come and they, they just come and they go. They just don't last, you know? <laughs> no, uh, Michael did the show with me for years and years and years. He was my original co-host, and then he, you know, got maybe 10 years. He was 10, 11 years when he was on, and then Christopher was here for about a year and a half, and then his work schedule changed. So now and, now and again we bring on guest hosts, but, you know, I, okay. it's just mainly me. Because Mama yeah. O is the one that introduced me to your show. Yeah. Thank you, Mama. Thank you, Mama. Thank you, Mama. All right, I'm going to go and I'll keep everybody on, and um, I'm enjoying everybody's reading, and I will be here listening. Well, honey, tell everyone how to find you before you take off. I apologize. Uh, on Facebook is uh, Joseph Nathaniel King, Jr. You can actually Perfect. Google my name and find some of my work on some of other platforms, too. And I will throw your, um, I'm going to throw your Facebook link into the chat room for you. You're welcome. Truly appreciate it. All right, sweetheart. Fantastic job tonight. Appreciate you. And I will send you over the prompts and the link to the show. Thank you again. <laughs> You're welcome. Appreciate you, hon. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Perfect. Okay, our next caller, we have 863 followed by 506, 519, and 540. Those are our callers. We have 208 and 585 in the uh, lineup, but they are not, or they're not in the lineup to come on. Uh, so if you guys want to come on 208 or 8, or excuse me, 208 or 585, press 1 on your phones if you're hanging out and just listening. Glad you're here. All right, let's go ahead, and we are going to grab area code 863. 863, you're on the air. Um, hello, Nyla. Hey, sweetheart, how are you? I'm doing good. It's good okay. to hear from you. Okay, thank you. And it's good to hear from you, too. How are you doing? I'm doing absolutely wonderful. I'm okay, having a really good, good night. Is it a fun night? That's for sure. Yes, it is. Yes. I'm enjoying every everybody's poem, their poetry. I am, too, and I'm excited to hear yours. What did you bring oh, us? Okay. I, um, uh, Gary's, um, is, this one is called Trapped. Okay. My car was at a streetlight the other day. When the green one turned to yellow, it needed to turn left. Okay, now, my car can go. Yes, whoops, hold it. Here comes a fire truck, 50 miles per hour, heading into the intersection. Wow, now, here comes an ambulance, 60 miles per hour. My car had better wait. Wow, now, 
here comes a police car, 70 miles per hour, closing the gap in the race. My car had better wait. Wow, now here comes some kid 90 miles per hour in his hot rod Lincoln. He looked at his friend and said, We can catch him. I can beat that light. Yeah, now we can hurry and go. A few days later, I got a letter from the DMV, a ticket for running a red light at First and Central. Please remit $250 or show up in court 5th of October, 2012, 8 a.m. I said, Honey, what were you doing in town on this day? You know you can't drive without a licensed driver. Honey, she said, I was getting a present for your birthday. I traded a shotgun and a pair of rotor skates I bought for you to Janet while sitting at a light on First and Central. She gave me that TV you are watching right now. Hey, look, they're on your news. Isn't that your car running a red light? Isn't that poetry in motion? That's my poetry, and I'm sticking to it. Philadelphia lawyer. The end. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's so playful. I love him so much. That was great. Okay, thank you. And and, and I have a a poem. Um, I did a poetry prompt you had on your um on your page the poem that I should have written. That was the poetry prompt you okay. had up there. Okay. The title is the poem that I should have written. The poem that I should have written is a happy ending with my sweetheart and I celebrating our fiftieth wedding anniversary. But it didn't happen because God needed him in heaven. And the poem that I will write is our unconditional love. And my teddy bear darling spirit shall always be near me forevermore. When it's my turn to go, he will be standing at the headstones, holding his hand out to me as we walk together, hand in hand, arm in arm, to heaven's gate. When we are in heaven, look in the sky and see our ending poem we wrote together in the clouds. The end. Aww. Was beautiful. Okay. Thank you. For your and the se- darling. <laughs> yes. And, and the second one is another prompt you had. Um, it's called where um you had one on the um the project prompt was called where memories are best kept. I did two of them together. The photo prompt too. You had a woman uh, had a camera, and where memories are best kept. Both of them are in this poem about this. Okay. Okay. Make memories while you can. Take photos, videos, where memories are best kept. Click, 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 click away. Kachik, kachik, kachik away. Snap away. Make memories. Cherish them forever. Store them in your brain, in your head, in your heart, where memories are best kept. Be bold. Be fearless. Be daring. Be adventurous. Be creative. Be your own photographer. Please don't forget to click, click, click away, kashik, kashik, kashik away, where memories are best kept. The end. Oh, mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, thank you. You're very okay. welcome. And oh, and um, and and I, I thank you for these prompts because I saw one up there. You had um, oh, what was it? Um, can you look at my note? Um, 
It was on there. Uh, oh, on never naked deal with a fairy. So I was curious because you know I would thought uh, I thought maybe that um, could you had it spelled F F A E R I E. I thought it was the same as the other theory, F A I R Y. Well, I did my home. I, did, I went up there and looked for it. And sure enough, there's two different kinds. I had no clue. <laughs> wow! So I learned something new, and and I'm so I'm going to write a poem on that too. But I was doing a lot of studying on that today, and it's very interesting. The one you told about never make a deal with a theory, F A E R I E, is a bad one. Mm-hmm. Wow! And and the other one is a good one. I had no clue. <laughs> yeah. You know, I- I have a, a thing that I I have a thing that I'm working on. It's uh, mm-hmm. and it's called fairies have horns. Yes. You know, fairies fairies aren't always Tinkerbell. <laughs> no. And Tinkerbell mm-hmm. was no angel. No. <laughs> That's what it said up there. I'm, I'm glad they're, you'll they're have fun angels. with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. All right, Noreen, tell everyone how to find you. Okay, you can find um, Gary and I find all our books on Amazon.com, and you can find us on our website, um, uh, Gary and Noreen Snyder dot dot com front slash poetry, and then you can find Gary on um, Facebook.com, LeeBurbNation.com, PoetryPoem.com, and then you can find me on. Um, LeeBirdNation.com, um, Facebook.com, and um, PoetryPoem.com. And then you can find us on um, Saturday night, I mean, Saturday Facebook Live at Saturdays on the Poetry Club um, at 4 o'clock every Saturday. And and I, and I had the, um, the, um, the, uh, the live audio, live audio live. I think that's what you how you say it for the um, let's have a poetry party. Well, it was it failed. It was a failure. So I I was thinking maybe at first I was about ready to give up. I said nope, I can't give up. So so late next day or so I figured maybe it's the wrong timing because I didn't realize they had a shooting in New York. I said maybe that is reason. Maybe it's the wrong timing. Maybe I should have it later. So I'm thinking I will do it again, but not on the audio live. Because only one person was going to read, but I could, I didn't know how to bring them on, so I won't use the audio live anymore. Audio live room. Yeah. Well, you will once you get it figured out. It's new. Yes. Yes, it's new. Yeah. You'll yep. get it. Yep. Yep. And I'll have that again. And then I'm gonna have um, uh, have a chat with poet Noreen. Um, I'll have that on the um, the twenty sixth. And I don't know if I'm going to have a, I already talked to somebody, but he don't know yet if he's going to be the guest on there. So Cool. Okay. So I won't say his name yet because I don't know if he's going to be there. <laughs> okay, okay, it'll be a secret. The suspense yes, is a cliffhanger. Yes. All right, Noreen. Okay. Thank you so much, sweetheart. Okay, and thank welcome. you so much for being one of our sponsors this year. Okay, you're welcome. You and Gary both. It's a pleasure us both of us doing it because this, this show means a lot to us. So thank you. And you yes. guys mean a lot to us as well. So thank love you, Noreen. You. Thank you, sweetheart. We'll talk okay, to you we next love you week. Too. Can talk to you next week. Okay. 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 Our next caller comes from area code five oh six. Five oh six, you're on the air. 
Hello, Nyla. It's Andrea. Lady Andrea, a. how are you, love? I'm I'm not too bad. I've been away a little bit. I had to kind of take away a little, take some time away for a bit. So I'm back and feeling somewhat rejuvenated. Very, very happy to have you back. I you were you were missed and noticeably missed, and and oh, uh, so this is exciting. Oh, thank you. I brought a I brought a prompt that um from you. Um I'm I got all 12 uh all but one of the 12 uh prompts into the poem number 9. I somehow lost it, so I apologize for that. Um so this is called, if I may, uh Random Thoughts Blended. Remember when we played outside even in the rain? Fingers deep in mud, loved how squishy it felt in my hands. Imagination created pies on plates and bowls for grapes. Kids gathered and found coins when we passed the hat around. Lemonade made but a pittance. Mud pies paid us riches. Take chances, an entrepreneur. Dreams change where you were. Treasure hunting. Dusty shoes, hats found in a box in the closet. Like little women, we acted in plays of the musical nature. Pretending let us escape into a happy realm when life overwhelmed. Curiosity tempted me to read Maddie's diary, invading her privacy. Cursive script graced the pages. Secrets revealed how she rages. I wanted to be like her. She should be flattered, not angered. But she was like a chameleon. She became who she touched upon. Conversion from Catholicism to Judaism for her first boyfriend, followed by boys who loved hockey, cars, football, and horses. Never her own person. She was disloyal to her own, for, to her own reason. Even when building her first castle, was her accepted hassle, painful to watch her as she drowned in the loss of herself. I've outgrown this place. I do an about-face, walking away knowing if I stay, I will become the same, stagnant, apathetic, eventually catatonic. Like children flying kites, freedom is in flight. Spread your wings, raise your voice and sing. Take that leap out of a dormant sleep and from all the things that will never be again the past is behind turn your eyes front begin again lay a new path to the future claim she lost her way she turned around and lived in the past fatally damaged healing lost her picture filled the six o'clock evening news and poem. Wow. That was phenomenal. Thank you. Your prompts are pretty phenomenal. <laughs> I can't believe that you fit them in. I mean, that was incredible. That was absolutely incredible. I enjoy doing them. They're a lot of fun, and trying to blend them and make them work is, is a challenge, and I like that. Well, there's some really, really good ones in there this week that should fit together pretty interestingly. Okay. 
So make sure you check those out. Yes. I do have another one if there's time. Of course. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I wrote this um, just this past week. And um, it was a prompt for um, the the book. uh, There was a, a quote from a book. Uh, called The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. It was also made into a movie. I don't know if you're familiar with it or not. But the quote is... I am very familiar with the movie. Okay. Wasn't it... It was fantastic, eh? Was Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'll never forget it. Me either. Um, Their lost voices must continue to be heard, is the quote. And here it goes. I wrote this for a contest that's, I think it's being judged now, but uh, Sky Home had uh, the contest. There were no other children for Bruno to play with. Loneliness compelled him to investigate outside. Behind the bushes and hidden by trees was a fence of barbed wire. With wide eyes he saw a boy in striped pajamas working instead of attending school. Who is this little boy, the one in the striped pajamas? Watching each day, this boy never plays. He worked loading debris from one place to another. A tiny frame pushed a wheelbarrow in sunshine and in rain. This boy in the striped pajamas. Childish innocence allowed friendship to bloom. No barriers or prejudice tarnished their charm. Bruno and Shmuel, oblivious to the dangers around them, forged forward each day when Bruno visited. He would bring Shmuel food, this boy in the striped pajamas. Secrets told as life unfolds for the boy in the striped pajamas, Bruno's best friend in a world that will end. Under the fence, he joined Shmuel, and hence he too wore the same striped pajamas. Whistles blow, dogs bark, people moan. Together they march to the showers, hand in hand, their friendship profound, into the cement room which became their tomb. One Christian, one Jew, clung to each other, hands glued. Cyanide dropped from the ceiling vents on top of the boys in the striped pajamas. And poem. You know, even if someone has not seen that movie, the story in it is absolutely, it's clear, it's emotional. Great job on that. Thank you very much. It's one of the most intense movies I've ever seen, probably in my top ten favorite movies in my lifetime. Yeah, I have to agree there, too. It was, Mm -hmm. and anybody that's listening that has not read the book or seen the movie, I would highly recommend it as well. You know, somebody said something the other night. I read it on a, a different show, and they were t- saying how that it was emotionally charged and controversial. And I asked the question afterwards, um, why Why do you think it's controversial? And, you know, the answer was, well, you know, it's an unpleasant topic, which it is, of course. And I said, you know, we need to remember this. We need to remember what happened because those young people today have no idea about the Holocaust, mm-hmm. and 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 it's it's painful to know that there are people out there that don't know about this. 
And so um, this book uh, is a very important important book because it slams you, especially in the end when the young the other little boy joins him, unknowing, you know, not having a clue what was going to happen next. But I think it's important for us to be aware of the past so that we cannot let it happen in the future. Unfortunately, since the Second World War and the Holocaust, continued atrocities happen around the world in other wars and even to this very moment in time uh, when we think about um, what Russia's doing to the Ukraine Mm -hmm. And for what purpose, you know, to gain what? They are rich in in all kinds of um, ores, iron ores and other types of of, um, precious metals. Uh, Is that what they want? I don't know. But they're going over there and they're bombing people, innocent people, schools and hospitals and, and, and neighborhoods for... You know, so so what have we learned as a as a, a world? You know, and we could go on and on about other things and other wars, Vietnam, the atrocities there, in Bosnia, everywhere. Why? Yeah. Why is it going I know. on? What? I don't understand it either in this day and age why there's war. Baby, do me a favor, honey. Tell everyone how they can come find you and show you some love because they sure should. Sorry, I didn't mean to drone on. Just I'm on I'm on uh, allpoetry.com. Uh, as Lady A, and uh, you can find me on Facebook as Andrea Wheaton. Sorry, I didn't mean to go be long-winded. <laughs> you're you're absolutely fine, sweetheart. Like, oh. <laughs> I keep you online pretty good, I think. <laughs> yeah. All right, sweetheart, love you. Thank you so much for taking time to call in. I have missed you terribly. Oh, thank you so much. Missed you too. Good to be back. All right. We'll talk to you next week, sweetheart. Okay. Night, night. Night, hon. All right. We have area code 519 followed by 540 followed by 419. If you're 585 and you want to come on the air, press 1. If not, I am so glad you've been here tonight. Thank you. Let's go ahead and grab 519. You are on the air. Hi. How are you tonight? I'm wonderful. How are you doing? Oh, I guess for my age, I'm not doing too bad. Um, I Is spoke to you last week for the first time, yeah. Remember Hi, me? Bob. I do. Oh, good. Um, I feel terrible when I read my poetry to you because it's so different from everybody else's. Different but, is good. I don't want all my crayons to be one color. No, but, you know, that's the thing. I've got one here for you. I've got actually two, if you like. Uh, have we got time? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, This is one called A Perfect Day. A walk in the garden, the scent is so strong from all the flowers in bloom. The the, songs of the birds, each with a song of its own. The children all playing in the pool and the pleasant smell from the barbecue wafting. The sun brightly shining and all is right with the world. Now that's what I call A Perfect Day. I know, right? It really is. Yeah, you enjoyed that? I loved it. I thought it was beautiful. Slice of life brought to life. Very good, baby. There's so many different ones that you never know what you're going to find next. (laughs) That's the exciting thing, huh? What's the other one you're going to read, Bob? 
No, sorry? What's the other one you're going to read? I'm just, I lost it for a second here. Uh-oh. Oh, here, here we are. I got it. I got it back. Uh, okay, so this one's called A Special Night. Okay. The stars were shining, the moon was bright, both giving off such a wondrous light. As they shone down on the lovers that night, and they all were enthralled by the sight. The night was filled with electricity, and Cupid was as busy as he could be, firing his arrows here and there, such a night to remember and to share. This is the special night known as Valentine, where boy asks girl, will you be mine? A yes will be answered to his delight. And all will remember that starlit night. I wrote that in 2008. I loved it. I love your poetry. I'm so glad that you were able to get on, hon. Yeah, well, I, I don't know what happened. I I called twice, and I got this somebody's voice that saying to me, you know, hit this number and put the code in or something. And anyway, For some reason, it was I'm, putting you in on my host line. So that's kind of uh, weird, but I'm glad you were able to get on. Okay. Can I give you one more or not? Uh, we've got two people left in ten minutes, so it's limited to tonight. Okay. Anyway, okay. but you nice know what that means, right? Again. Yeah. That means you have to call in next week and read the other one. Ah, uh, we shall call in and read the next one for you next week. <laughs> I and I enjoyed you so your much, show Bob. again tonight. Thank you very much. Thank you, sweetheart. I'm so glad you're part of our family now. Thank you. Bye. Same with you. Bye, hon. Right. Okay. Our next caller, 540, you are on the air. 540, can you hear me? Five four zero. All right, I'm going to go ahead and mute that one again, and we'll go back and check it. 419, you're on the air. Hello? Hi. Hey, how are you, honey? Hey, Nana, how are you doing? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Um, <clears throat> all right, so this first one is called Love and Harvest. I became accustomed to the sound of your voice and the vision of your smile to jumpstart my day. See, I fell in love with you by choice, being full aware all the while that things could end this way. And I knew that there was something about you that would penetrate my wall. So it would be better for me to love you any way I could than not love you at all. Realizing the natural limitations of the love we were defining, Every rainbow has a pot of gold and every cloud of silver lining. I have memories filled with laughter, joy, love, and pleasure, and a friendship with no restriction that my heart will always treasure. I just became accustomed to the sound of your voice and the vision of your smile to jumpstart the day. But see, I fell in love with you by choice, being full aware that things can end this way. Then Paul. That was phenomenal. That was really incredible, honey. Thank you. 
You are going to do two, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I got a short one here. I don't know if I ever read it before. Uh, here. It's entitled Peace of Mind. I was wandering through a desert, going in no direction. Lost somewhere within that maze that we call introspection. Hoping that somewhere I find the canyon of reflection so I could sit and ponder over how we lost our connection. And while sitting through that jump pile of all of your rejection, face to face within that place, I came upon perfection alone. Wow. See, you're just amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here, and thank you for sharing what you write with us. Thank you for having me. So I had a dream the other night. I have to tell you about this real quick. Okay. Okay. I had a dream the other night where I was doing this show, but it was a live show, and poets were coming up on stage, and you were in your khaki pants and white T-shirt, like you're wearing in that that picture of you on the army cot. Uh-huh. And you got up and you started reading this poem that was dedicated to a girl you only met once. <laughs> and so I'm dream- I'm sitting for there, real? you know, listen, yeah, for real, not even no lie. So I'm sitting there listening to, you know, and, and you were reading this poem about. So you have to write it now. It it was a sign from something. You have to write the, a poem what? about a time when you were in the army, about a girl you only met once. What if I told you that I already wrote it? That wouldn't surprise me. Maybe your poem was sending out little psychic feelers from the desk drawer. <laughs> Get your poem out of my head. <laughs> I'm sleeping, dang it. <laughs> Start closing my curtains. <laughs> oh, too funny. So if you did, then yeah. I want to hear it. Okay. So bring that, bring that with you next week, if you would. I'll do that. Okay. Okay. I will do that. Perfect. All right, hon. Tell everyone how to find you, sweetheart. You can find me on on Facebook, on YouTube, and all poetry under Melvin D. Johnson. And I want to thank you, by the way, for everything you did to help sponsor the show for our 2022 season. It was really funny watching you and Karen go back and forth. It was like you were dueling to see who could be the last person to donate. It was funny. (laughs) You donated something, then she did. Then you did, then she did. (laughs) Wow. It was cute. But thank you on behalf of all of us. We really appreciate what you did. And um, to help keep us on the air for this next year. So you're awesome. There it was. Are you there? Yeah. I said, did it work? Um, Did what work? The donation. Oh, um, we're we're short. I'm going to figure out something because, you know, that's what we do. So we were a little bit short this year, which is okay. Um, So is there another way to donate? 
Well, I mean, if somebody still wanted to donate, they could do it through PayPal or through, I have a cash app, but I've only ever used it once, but the show has a PayPal. They could do donations through there. And I know there's a couple of people who um, have asked about that as well. So, yes, you still can. Um, but Can you send that to me? Yeah, I can send that to you. But everything that everybody did, you know, all of you who, who helped donate for this year, I just appreciate you so much, and it all helps. And it just shows me, you know, it, it kind of, I mean, it shows me how important you guys think you are to each other. Does that make sense? Did I say that right? Yeah. Nyla, yeah. this is one of my favorite places to be. Really? And you're one of my favorite places to be there. You're like, this is one of my favorite places for you to be, too. So <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're pretty good. We're, we're, that's, I like it when a plan comes together like this. There's a method to my madness. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, baby. Tell everyone how to find you, honey. Melvin uh, uh, D. Johnson uh, on Facebook, YouTube, for all portraits. And I will find that poem and read it next week. I would love it. Thank you. And if you can't find it, you just have to write another one about that other girl you only met once. <laughs> Maybe that should be the homework. Write a poem about titled The Other Girl I Only Met Once. <laughs> In fact, I okay, want you to or, write that one, and you can read the old one and the new one. Okay. Or the girl I met okay. on the radio? I don't know where you met her. <laughs> uh, all right, so that's your homework. You got it? I got it. Perfect. All right, hon. We'll talk to you next week. All right. All right, thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, we're going to go ahead and check with Larry. Um, 540, are you with us now? Larry? Automatic, charismatic? I'm sure that's who this is. Hmm. Well, I'm going to have to put him back on hold, and I'm going to send him a mail, tell him to wake up. Let's go ahead and grab 832. 832, are you with us? Hi, Nana. Good, good evening. How are you? Uma, how are you, love? I'm doing great. It's good to hear from you. <laughs> Yeah, I've been missing you all, but I was kind of busy, but I joined late, even though late. Um, I don't want to take away your time much. Uh, I go to the poem right away. And this must have been some poem that I must have read a hundred times before, but I just wanted to read it. Just so I wanted to hear my own voice, perhaps to see that... uh, um, well, I don't know how it goes. You know, there's um, people going to be listening to tonight's show that's never heard it before. That's the cool thing about this. It's okay if you bring things you've read before because every show has brand new listeners that have never heard it. And those of us who have heard your poems love them and have no problem hearing them again. So, <laughs> Thank you, Naila, and thank you, everyone. Here it goes. We are those who connect with heart as we reach out over the net. A small voice, unheard ever, gets heard once. So do hundreds, finding their wings, opening a new world, taking them off in the 
whole new world, world of words, and more words, which keep pouring when it rains or pours, when the sun rises in the east, when the birds travel yonder, when a child sits to wonder, or a grandma wonder, where art thou, O oh my love tender? We are not alone. We live the thunder. We walk hand in hand, not asunder. We pray, we weep, we love, we laugh. Let not loneliness ever lead to despair. Be one with nature and be nurtured. Let not them walk in corpses, living in a past, try to hurt you, nor eclipse your creative with them huge stubborn egos. For you, my friend, are a person of your own make and kind, never seen ever before, nor ever until eternity, till death do us bond in poetry, beauty, love, and beyond. That was so inspiring. It is. It is because of what I'm feeling after coming here, listening to everyone. Hearing me, you know, uh, voice my own voice, and it's a whole lot of things, and it cannot be achieved. It is not possible without being here. So being here is the central point. <laughs> Appreciate you so much, Uma. You're an amazing part of our family. I love that no, you honest. share the love with the group that you. You aren't shy about letting people know what this community and they mean to you. So thank you. Thank you so much for that. Thank you, Naila. I read this, I think, a few lines, just about five or six, and then mm-hmm. I, I just wrote it as I was coming to the show, and then one day you said, why don't you just complete it and come back again, and I could never come back. Or perhaps I did. Uh, I didn't find time to read or what, or maybe I did. I Well, I don't know. I just wanted to read it today. Go ahead. (laughs) Okay. um, I don't suppose you have time for any other one, do you? Yeah, go ahead. Yes. You can read your second one. It is like a talk with my corpus. I wrote it sometime back, and it is like um, what I would tell my body if I'm away from it and then talking to it. I like to remember something that we faced. We were young, and the knowledge of you to me was like a closed window. One day, I saw something that I did not understand, My new dress I wore for the first time was not clean. I noticed it as I went to the restroom and called my grandma. She was there taking care of us as mom went to village. She had to be at the farm as they were harvesting the new crop. Grandma asked me to sit alone in a corner until my mom arrived. It was a huge restrictions and rules suddenly heaped on me. Until morning I was happy-go-lucky. Although it was supposed to be my maturing, I hardly realized what it was, since in reality it was premature, premenstrual pink show. I discovered I didn't know what you are until later, when I never 
even knew how to tie a carefree knot. However, I learned that being a girl growing up is a gateway to rules and the way is so restricted. And poem. Wow. That was awesome. That was absolutely awesome. That was, it was absolutely beautiful. awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Dinah. Thank you so much. I suddenly realized that I'm no more the happy-go-lucky girl that I used to be before. So mm-hmm. It opened a whole new world of rules, restrictions, and regulations and whatnot. I hated it when that happened. <laughs> well, that's okay. I'm not ready to be grown up yet. I'm still not ready to be grown up. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. Tell everyone how to find you, Uma. Um, some of my poems are there on, um, you know, Blogspot. It's called My Poetry by Uma Puchampali. Um I think that's all it is called, Uma Pochampali. And some of them are there in, um, um, what do you call, oh, poetry.poemhunter.com. And perhaps it will come on poetry.com. I don't know if I ever have, have published in there or not. But since I have said that, it might come sooner or later, I'm thinking. So, and I'm... Most of the times, if ever I'm reading it aloud, I'm reading it here in Nyla's show. I used to <clears throat> be on other shows also earlier on, but um, sometimes I don't get to find myself there, and and I hope to catch up, you know, once, if ever I get the ropes, I might try to relearn them again. Other than that, I am by myself, lonely, not lonely, not lonesome, but I do have my kids, my family, everything is there, but innately something is there that I want to do, and perhaps I did not, writing down poems, for instance, that may be because I compare myself with the, you know, poets of the golden era, or golden age, I, I say, like, Wordsworth or Tennyson or Robert Frost or even Maria Angelou, Maya Angelou. So um, this poet, this is a class that I am not. So I aspire to be there one day. Well, I think you're incredible. I've been a huge fan of yours since the day I met you and have blessed <laughs> over all these years to uh, have had you in my life and all of our lives. And I think that um, your candle burns bright all on its own and can, can can stand up to anybody. I truly do. And I'm working on the poem, I mean, painting that you wanted me to. I still don't know which one you wanted me to paint on. What was the topic going to be? I don't care. Okay. Whatever, Whatever you think I should look at. Actually, I have a couple of them. I could send them, but they're not that big. They're like two by two or two by one or that sort of paintings, but they're the best paintings I think they are. But I do have another one which I want to make for you and especially do it tonight. Oh, I love you so much. <laughs> well, I'm excited to see him when it's done. Thank you, honey. 
Thank you, Naila. Thank you, everyone. Y'all have a great day. You as well. We'll talk to you next week, love. Bye. All right. So I've continuously tried to get Larry Shepard on the show tonight, area code 540. I don't know if he has me muted or something like that. When I unmute the line, I can still hear him, but I don't think he can hear me calling his name or something. Something weird's going on with that. So in light of this happening, we are not going to um, – Actually, this is, I'm going to try it one more time. Larry Shepard, five, four, zero. Can you hear me? Yeah, so I'm going to have to shoot him a message and let him know that we tried to bring him on. I'm really sad we weren't able to. I don't know what's going on there. All right, you guys, you're listening to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. It is the end of the evening. I want to thank you all for being here. It's been a really, really, really fun night, I have to tell you. And um, just a lot of laughs, a lot of silliness, a lot of great poems being read. And I appreciate you. So I'm going to close the show with a piece dun, 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 by... Cassandra D. Alba called Empty Spaces. Good night, everybody. When he bleeds out rainwater through your cupped hands, like the worst kind of prey, try not to remember the look on that parking lot above his shoulders the day you first met. How it glimmered just for you, eyes gasoline rainbows in a world of cigarette butts and crushed cans. You were the kind of girl... Mothers have to pull into supermarkets both hands because all you want to do is drink puddles of polluted water until you shine like that. Mommy, ten more seconds, Mommy. Just a taste you have joined the army. Of heads down dull pennies, no one wants to pick up because no one wants your kind of luck. You just dropped your heart on the sidewalk. Watch someone else walk off with it. The last time you kiss him, you will not know it is the last time, so you will not understand why when you close your eyes and see yourself back home at that gas station off the highway with some farmer's family plot adrift in the corner, gravestones leaning against the air pumps, you will not understand that it is not Easy to love someone like you. You label on a broken beer bottle, trying to hold all these sharp edges in your soft body. You single glove curling itself against the imprint of damp gravel kissing concrete. Like it might someday learn to love you back. You need to remember not to look for arcs of color in the dirty puddle of his face.